Hey everyone, welcome to, uh, uh, well it's not Hogcast yet, me and Alan are just excitedly talking about what's looking to be the film of the year, 2023. Um, we, you know, some would say that our, our expectations were huge, but actually they were very tiny. <laughs> oh, Russ, we... I see what you did there. <laughs> because we were in the damn quantum realm, that's right folks, we are. Um, the biggest fans of Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantumania. Now, that's important to remember. Uh, they are in Quantumania. The movie is Quantumania. No. They are starring in it. No, yeah, they are in Quant... Wait, so the... Wait, <laughs> slow down. It's kind of like how, you know how, like, uh, Looney Tunes says, like, Bugs Bunny and, and Daffy Duck in... And then it's like... In, like, a hair-raising caper or something? Yeah, it's like that. It's And, so and the also, movie, the, movie the movie does start with... Quantumania. The, the movie does start with like the the classic uh, Looney Tunes theme and them sticking their head out of like a a big circle, you know the sort so, of thing. So I, I, I'm getting confused here because it's like most the, the the standard Marvel naming, you know, they usually go and I'm going off Spider Man. I don't know other series quite as well, but usually it's usually like uh, Spectacular Spider Man or the Amazing Spider Man. Well, no, you mean it has or... the word home in it. It has the word home in it. <laughs> well, okay, those are the MCU films, but they're following their own naming convention that. A very know. a very fun one that we like, the word home. So the first one was Ant-Man, because it was a movie about Ant-Man. And then the second was Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yes. <laughs> and so this is Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantumania. So the movie is Quantumania, and it features the characters of Ant-Man and the Wasp, who had two movies, or a movie prior, and then an Ant-Man movie before that. Ant-Man has had one and a half movies up until this point, and now he has an entire <laughs> other one. <laughs> but he's in this one, which is Quantumania. That's true. Which we're all we've all been awaiting King. We all know who King is, and we all like King. When we agree, Alan. I saw him, I guess, a version of him show up for five seconds on Loki or whatever the fuck. Uh so I love him. You he's love great. him, we love him. You did your homework, and we love doing homework because we're good good watchers and good lovers mm. of love. Yeah, and when, we love to love. Yeah, <laughs> I love to watch twenty hours of TV <laughs> oh on a God. streaming app, so that way I can I can uh, <laughs> I can nudge the person sitting next to me in the theater and say, "That's Kang from Loki." <laughs> no, no, that's the Kang from Loki. No, not that, the, not that Kang though. That this Kang is was this the one Kang, in... and there's that Kang. Oh, this... by the way, uh, <laughs> I guess we shouldn't spoil anything. Uh, oh, no. oh no! Oh no! Oh, you know, you might spoil that this Kang is not the only Kang and that there's an infinite version of Kangs now. Oh, Alan, stop. He goes to the Rick he goes to the Rick and Morty Citadel of Kangs at the end of the movie. Oh, come on, Alan, you're destroyed. We're okay, listen. We do we I just want as many people to go out and see Ant-Man and the Wasp in Quantumania. Stop listening right now if you're afraid of Ant-Man spoilers. Now, have I seen it yet? No, I have not. I haven't actually. But no, you okay? To, to be fair, Russ, you did see it, but it was just on a very, very tiny screen. <laughs> That's the way it felt like I should have seen it. It was on the grain of rice. You okay. had actually had somebody project the movie onto a grain of rice for you. That's cool, actually. Um, <laughs> they should have done yeah, that so... as a stunt. They should have done that as a stunt for the Marvel movies. They should have done that for that, or for yes, downsizing. Remember downsizing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon, the movie about people getting shrunk okay. to like toy size or something like that, so they could. Uh, of all the shrinking movies, Alan, what, what's your what's your how's your current ranking on shrinking movies? Well, number one, Quantumania, obviously, and then uh, number <laughs> two, um, ooh, it's got to be one of the Honey I Shrunk the Kid movies, but I'm not sure of which one. 
the Futurama episode doesn't count because they were just little robots. That's true. Remember that? That yeah, is so true. Yeah, so can't be you can't say that is one oh, of your favorite movies. Actually, it's got to be the um that one fight in uh Stardust Crusaders where they shrink their stands down really tiny. That's and true and run around inside that guy. Yeah, was that Steely Dan or was that somebody else? <laughs> I want to say. Okay, I'm looking at a list of uh shrinking movies. <laughs> so downsizing. <laughs> it's on number that. one shrinking movie. Okay. Number two, the ant bully. <laughs> was it? A- oh, you know, uh, Polnareff kept shrinking into a kid when he was fighting a lessee. That also happened. That's true. That's true. Let's see. Any up? Uh, James in the wait. No, it was a giant peach. Did James shrink? <laughs> no, the peach got big. The peach got big. Well, how would we know these days? Because they're freaking changing all of Roald Dahl's stories to make it for the freaking PC police. True. Hmm. It's they're gonna. It's like doing the Voight comp test, and if you notice the changes, then, then they consider you a, a, a monster. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still trying to fit which stand fight did they shrink? Remember that one time? There, part three was a really fun part of JoJo's because like. It, he introduced a bunch of things that he just kind of dropped later on, and there's that one fight where oh. where Kakuin says, I, "Oh, you know how uh, I'm able to shrink my stand down really tiny? Everybody can do this, by the way. Uh, we right. can all shrink our stands." Oh, it was the lovers? It was the lovers fight. Oh, right, 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 right. I can't remember. Uh, that I one. did find probably actually, Alan, there might be a better um, shrinking movie. Which which one? Oh, uh, Osmosis Jones. No, no. Well, that, oh, there's shrink, no shrinking he? in that. There's no shrinking in that, okay? Uh, that's true. No. Well, okay, this one's kind of tough because the shrinking part's the least interesting part, but there is a character who shrinks and then meets your favorite character, Nimgaloo. Oh, yeah! Uh, uh, epic. Epic, of course. How could one have forgotten Epic? Lovers was Steely movie. Dan stand, by the way. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> I told you, I'm in my 30s now, Russ. I'm just a fan of Steely Dan. <laughs> it's true, you're always... That's... That's a real burner. That's like really burning Steely Dan. Do they ever use another Steely Dan name? No, I don't think so. They should have like at least like a Deacon Blues or like uh, maybe they'll, maybe there'll I, be one in part nine. I don't know. I am a little bummed that the new main character, Jody Ojo Star, his stand is named after a Guns N' Roses song. It's not a bad song. And not like a Migo song like it should be. <laughs> it should be. But... Uh, <laughs> I, I do wish it was a cooler. I, I, I don't listen. I don't. Alan, any strong feelings on uh, uh, Guns N' Roses? You know what? I watched that music video again. That music video owns. The November <laughs> Rain music video is good. Yeah, there's like an exploding church in it. Um, That's cool. I think Guns N' Roses is like one of those bands that's like, um, it's kind of like Metallica for me. And that they have like a couple of solid albums. I guess maybe they only have one solid album, really. Like, uh the Appetite for Destruction album, Metallica at least had a couple. Right. And then everything they made as they got older just just sucked shit. And then they thought they were yeah. the most important band in the world. And then they just kind of dropped Chinese democracy and it sucked. Right, right, right. I just always think of Guns N' Roses with, like, G- the GTA commercials. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, par- I mean uh, take me down to the Paradise City, Russ. It's a good song. It's true. It is a good song. You know what? They, well, that entire game carried Burnout Paradise, and that's a great game. <laughs> that entire song was that was just that, that was the entire game is just driving around listening to that song and it's badass. Uh, also, Sting uh, had a cool hat, or not Sting? Was it Sting? No, Sting's the guy from the Police. Who am I thinking of? 
Uh, King the wrestler? No, 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 no. Slash, slash. Yeah, slash. A guy with a different. A guy with a different Pokemon uh, move for a name. No, 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 Alan. He was not the. Uh, he was the main character of Guitar Hero Three. <laughs> you could play as Slash in Guitar Hero Three. That's true. Was it Tom Morello in that too? I think so. <laughs> oh, and there was also the one where Kurt Cobain was a playable character, but he got the there. He he could sing any song. That's sick. And that pissed off Courtney Love. That was cool. Oh, no, you uh, fight Tom Morello in Guitar Hero 3, and then I think you unlock him. Yeah. And if you defeat him, then he has to become a Republican. He, he joins the machine. <laughs> he, first, he is forced to become part of the machine. I would I would like it if Tom Morello was kind of like Sebulba in that one pod racing game, where if you lose a fight afterwards, he, he leaves your team. You can never play That's as Tom true. Morello again until you beat him again. That's true. You sold out. You sold out. Oh, that'd be so I can, sick. Should I make the bad joke? Should I make the bad joke? What's the bad joke? I think the monk should come out and set him on fire. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's his fatality. <laughs> um, by the way, I'm on the wiki hero, the guitar hero wiki. Um, his likes, social justice, arming the homeless, his playing style, <laughs> oh, cool. peace, fender guitars, uh, dislikes, injustice among people and nations, war, totalitarianism, corrupt politicians. That's uh, true. That's true. Has he talked about giving guns to the homeless? I mean, it's not a bad idea, but it's... Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. It's actually a very good idea, but I don't know if the person who put it on here did that as, like, a thing to make him seem like he was radical, or somebody saying, like, no, that's radical in a good way. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you should the actually do that. Our wiki is actually, like, the closest... This is actually the most... functioning is, anarchist society. This is the most leftist uh, wiki <laughs> on the internet, is the wiki hero. Yeah, Jody Nails. Do you remember Jody Nails? Do you remember any of the Guitar Hero characters? No, because they were just like nameless ciphers, right? No, that was a rock band. Guitar Hero had like a, a cast. Oh, I I feel like there was a goth girl. I I kind of like the goth girl, folks. Shocking, I know. Wow. And then there were, then there was Jody Nails. Uh, I mean, what what are these characters? Oh, now, isn't that funny? One of the venues was Nilbog High School. I cannot oh, believe are we it. Fun? Oh, of course there was Axel Steel. He was like the default guy. He's like the default Fortnite guy, and Judy Nails right. is like the default Fortnite lady. Axel Steel also looks like Brutal Legend to me. Um, Who's that name of the... Yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> why are we talking about Guitar Hero? Well, because we, we all be love these about characters. Quantum Mania. Hey, we all love these characters like the Grim Ripper. Remember, you could be the Grim Reaper, but as a guitar man. Oh, Pandora! Pandora kind of looks like uh, the the lady from Borderlands too. So she I does look like know. Borderlands too. <laughs> you know, in the mid Lars Umlaut, he was a fat joke, pretty funny. Midori, uh, <laughs> she was an Orientalist character. Cool. Now Normal. hold on, Lars Umlaut was uh was also I guess like a Motorhead joke or something maybe. <laughs> He's not oh, just okay. a fat, so he was, fat joke. He was gay and fat. <laughs> uh, no, Motorhead's not the ones that are gay. Judas Priest are the ones that are gay. Oh, my bad. Sorry, everyone. I just see leather well, and stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm colorblind. I only see leather and studs. <laughs> I only see black and white faces. So wait, are, is Kiss gay? <laughs> uh, you could... There were, hold on, Russ. You know, those weren't the only famous people in there. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, Ted Nugent, Sting, Haley Williams, Jimi Hendrix... Zach Wilde, Billy Corgan, Travis Barker, a skeleton, uh, Johnny Cash, <laughs> the most famous of all, a skeleton, Carlos Santana, Kurt Cobain, of course. Satan was in it, right? Uh, I think so. I mean, he should have been yeah, because 
Because yeah, the devil goes down to Georgia. Yeah, that was so. That was some. We all love that Izzy. shit. Why was Johnny Cash in? Uh, was there even a? I guess a oh, Ring of Fire was in Guitar Hero Five. That's okay, and cool. I, I never got around that far. Yeah, uh, they 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 got some funny people in here. I was not expecting. Also, Johnny Cash, he rules. <laughs> Watch that Taco Bell commercial that he started. That's I need like to see favorite. that. That seems really sick. You have never seen the... Oh, you've never seen the Hold Johnny on, Cash let, Taco let watch, Bell let commercial. Let me watch it right it's now. so good. Johnny Cash Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, that's funny because whenever I go to Taco Bell, I also say I hurt myself today. Uh, I know, that's a Nine Inch Nails thing. Well, this is probably bad radio. Shit. I'll put the I'll put the audio in the show. The whole world over, and no matter who you ask, Taco Bell does have more choices. Choices for just a little cash. You better make a run for the border, son. You better make a border dash. We're talking under a God, these fucking prices, man. <laughs> I w- speaking of shrinking, I wish there was a tiny Johnny Cash on my windowsill like this. True, I'd take him to Taco Bell. I'd listen if you were tiny like Ant Man. One, oh one man, Taco Bell. Taco that, would feed, feed a nation. That's the only way we're going to be able to fight uh, Brandon's inflation is by shrinking ourselves so the food the food is giant. Compared that to actually us. is the plot of downsizing. That is the, literally the plot of downsizing, which makes it very funny that in Ant-Man uh, Quantumania, uh, there's a scene where um, there's, a, there's a scene like the into opening intro. He's talking about how the wasp, like Hope Van Dyne or whatever her name is, uh, is like she's like she's saving the world every day and uh, making sustainable farming and housing for people and shrinking things. But then it's like his daughter was at a at, at a park in San Francisco where the cops were gassing a a homeless camp, and it's like so what was she doing with this this company that's able to like shrink houses and, and grow like toy houses into real size houses again? Why are there still homeless people? I just I I know it's so shitting on MCU. But listen, Russ. They it's, they it's, they specifically say the word socialism and say it's a good idea later in the movie. So they know, brought this upon I know, themselves. I know. I know, I know, I know. It's the thing where it's like they they'll use the comic book defense, the MCU fans like comic books get away with this all the time. And I'm like, yeah, but there's only like eight of these movies a year and there's like a hundred comics, but Yeah, comic but books you, get have the benefit of saying so much crazy shit like once a week that like you can't you don't get you don't have to like the memes aren't going to be made off of like a weekly comic book. This is the only Marvel content for the next six weeks that these freaks have to live on. And they're going to be talking <laughs> about how cool it is that Michael, that Michael Douglas, his, his pet ants formed a quote, uh, technocratic socialist, like a, a socialist technocracy. And he says the ants have good ideas. And it's like, right. yeah, that's, that's correct. Michael Douglas, but what that doesn't mean anything. Also they're trapped in the quantum realm socialism can only exist in the quantum realm does not work in the real world only the quantum realm <laughs> that means that's, let me there's be clear. socialism all around us though if you think about it Ooh, so there's socialism underneath it. me i need to we need to destroy the quantum realm right now <laughs> every <laughs> time somebody gets eaten by uh you know like bacteria or like part of you know that's socialism that's actually that's that's a add up to the victims of communist list he he got back they went back to the normal world and like he talked to the government he told like some his cia friend uh uh john watson or whatever the fuck uh he's like hey yeah by the way uh my my ant colony has a socialist uh, republic down in the uh in the quantum realm and then the u.s de- declares war on the quantum realm starts interfering in ant elections that sort of thing oh fuck um i guess uh yeah i guess what whatever all, all i was gonna say is that uh 
um didn't didn't i think i messaged you about this didn't iron man like solve world world peace and like create unlimited energy in the well first, i mean technically technically those arc reactors i think were supposed to do that but people still drive normal cars and stuff and uh <laughs> everything pretty much looks the same yeah i don't know <laughs> whatever he yeah, sold he's what he did is he sold the licensing rights to his arc reactor and then just kind of dicked around for a while i think and <laughs> now like e- yeah exxon owns exxon owns the the patent on the the arc reactor and they will never make it in this right. universe uh i think um, that's what's going on he can put whatever. him in i i'm i don't want to turn into fucking uh what's it called again tv tropes about this it's i'm, so, I'm so gonna become TV on tro- every level i what are you talking about we're, we, we're here to document quantum mania this is what this is the way you're supposed to interact with these movies is tv tropes it. <laughs> it's true it's true okay you're supposed well, to you're supposed I'm to go done. through every scene and you're supposed to see every fucking weird little glob guy in the background and see oh look this looks like the glob guy from this one issue of this grant morrison comic from 20 years ago that's what you're right. supposed to do with all these. By the way, right. best part of this movie was also when I was the most high because it was when it was the shortest time for me is the beginning of the movie when I enjoyed the shortest the most. time. Obviously, in an Ant-Man movie, the shortest time will be the best time. That's true. Um, you know what pisses me off? He didn't shrink. He didn't try to shrink down even further when he got to the quantum realm. Maybe he would loop back around and get back to the normal world if he did that. Has he ever That's thought true. about that, Ant-Man? Maybe um, he would pop out of the like Stanley's bubble or something. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I think. I think they're, just gets so yeah, small. they're pretty far up there. Uh, but uh, the best part of the movie was uh, when they first go to the quantum realm. You get a lot of establishing shots of like the weird alien guys that live there, and they're really trying to go for like a cantina scene, but with with worse designs. But the movie was good up at that point because it was just a bunch of like aliens going like, you know, at at Paul Rudd. But then they make him drink the juice, and then you can hear what they... They make him, like, drink a, an alien guy who's, like, made of ooze, and then he can understand what they're saying, and they all just say, like, Rick and Morty shit to him. And it's really boring after that. I was right. just, I was hoping that they would just be screaming unintelligible garbage at Paul Rudd the entire movie. But no, I have to listen to them talk, and they, they, say, they sound like, like Rick and Morty. You just want Twitter to go after Paul Rudd's ass. Am I right, folks? Yes. Little, little nasty alien freaks. I wish. Oh, boy. Um... The guy from The Good Place is here, and his whole joke is that he reads minds. He does not do anything cool. He's only there to set up some really, like, like a C-tier Rick and Morty bit. Like, not even a bit to carry the entire episode, like a joke from, like, one scene oh, guy, in Rick and Morty. Guy, not even to set up another movie, to set up a bit. He's not... Okay, whatever. He, that, it's, it's very bad. It's very bad. It's bad, folks. We don't like it. No, we do like it, though. It's Quantumania. We gotta do... Oh, we wait, gotta, we're right. We're right, yes. We the love quantum it. realm. Good things or bad things or whatever. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Hey, listen, listen, listen. We we just got temporarily replaced with a a version of ourselves that uh, that didn't like the movie, like like Kang did that one time, I guess. Yeah. Uh, there you. They go to the Kang Citadel at the end, and there's like there's a Victorian Kang, and there's like a Kang in like a Pharaoh outfit. There's a Kang with like a robot arm, and it's like, why didn't we get to meet any of these guys? Why did we just meet one that was like dramatic? I wanted to meet right. like a funny Kang. Like a, a you know a king that has a gimmick. It's just funny to me because I think you told me already that the kings. Spoiler alert for the thing that <laughs> the quantum mania is that the kings are finally like now that now it's time for us. They beat Thanos. Now it's our turn to take on the Avengers or whatever, right? Well, it's more like the, it's more like if the how the Ricks would the Citadel of Ricks would handle would handle like somebody murdering a Rick. It's like wait a second, you're not supposed to kill a Rick. Like it's uh, we're the only ones that are supposed to kill each other. And it's like we gotta we gotta all team up to kill the Avengers now. Uh because right. they, they killed one of us. <laughs> now that the popular Avengers are gone. 
<laughs> we gotta go attack like the leftovers, you know. We, we gotta, gotta go beat that. up Paul Rudd and his family. We uh, gotta two- take out Moon Knight. <laughs> We gotta go find um, Oscar Isaac Moon Knight. We gotta take his ass out. We gotta yeah. go kill uh, what's the Scarlet Witch's witch enemy? Oh, uh, uh, you mean Agatha and the Coven of Chaos? <laughs> I, the the Kings have to take out the Covenant of Chaos. I feel. Yeah. Um, I wish they'd fight the real Covenant. That would be sick. They should. They should. Just, you know. They should buy the Disney should buy the rights to Halo. And just make the Avengers fight the Halo guys because that would make me. At That's least, true. I would love to see the movies. Then I would never. I would, I would never complain. See, oh my god! Wait, oh my god! Thor's holding the the gravity hammer. Oh the Arbiter's god. holding Mjolnir, and he's holding the gravity hammer. Now we're just talking about Beta Ray Bill, which has he even showed up? Okay, here's the, like, that pisses me off the most is that is that they showed Beta Ray Bill as like a statue in Thor Ragnarok on like the the battle planet or whatever the fuck. Um, as like a previous like winner of I guess like the the tournament or something, but you never meet Beta Ray Bill. He's not there in the movie. They just put him in a background thing, and then they'll retcon it because they're lazy in like five ten years when they decide they're actually going to put Beta Ray Bill in a movie, and <laughs> and they're just going to pretend that didn't happen because multiverse, right? Right, multiverse. It's going to be a different hey, guy. Like, all, it's like the, they're doing the comic book thing. I can't even you can't even get mad at him for that. I mean, it is it is it is taking it, all of my absolute. Uh, favorite parts of comic books i absolutely love all the things they do like this it's great you love having to watch 10 you know having to buy 13 issues that's stupid but it, watching 15 yeah. tv shows oh that's good. i definitely did not give up on the new house of x uh hickman uh x-men series because i had to read 10 different series at the same time to understand what the fuck was going on with x of swords uh right right, right. yeah fuck this well god damn it <laughs> Anyway, welcome everybody to Hogcast Speedy Delivery, the number one independent Sonic Pizza podcast on the planet. I'm your host Russ Walsh. With me, as always, my co-host Alan Black. I'm, I'm shrunk. I'm in the quantum realm. Ah. <laughs> oh no, we got to get Alan out for the rest of the episode. Anyway, we'll we'll do that later. Uh, <laughs> it's cool down here. There's like uh, tardigrades or something. They fucking uh, love putting tardigrades, even though that those are like not even that small. Not even, nothing is that small, obviously. <laughs> but they just whatever think, like, scales. Scale's not important. No, it's all fractal. It's fractal and it sucks on every single level. It's just, you you keep shrinking down or growing big, it all looks the same. And it looks like an right. episode of Rick and Morty, baby. A fractured butthole, that's why I call it fractal. Right? <laughs> God, okay, you know what? Has, has has South Park done their take on Quantumania yet? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, it's it six to eight days to air, so it could be, you know, by the way, week, Yeah, they had to wait for the, the Rotten Tomato reviews to come in and then they started recording the episode. Right. They're it's cool that South Park is produced or whatever. South Park is produced like a podcast, basically. <laughs> Dude, they... I love when I'll be real, I love it when like Gen X, or I guess I should say older millennial guys. I older millennials. It, like, guys probably. in their forties reference uh South Park stuff, like everybody knows it. <laughs> is that you know what I mean? Has no, that it, it is true. It is like guys from like our age to like maybe five to ten years older, probably skewing a little bit older because they were like teenagers when South Park started or something. As opposed right. to being like an elementary school when South Park started, but like, right. I get what you mean. There's people like it's it, and it's redditor guys. It's like IT guys that they'll are always reference new stuff too. So they'll be like rememberies and then PC principal and shit like that. It's like, like, oh what the yeah, fuck are you talking I, about like now Towley? No I remember Towley. <laughs> I like Towley and Mister <laughs> Hanky. I do like Towley. I mean, you but know Tally- what? Mitch is Mitch is right. Mister Hanky's a good joke. Uh, it's it's a funny <laughs> joke. I liked it when there was like funny little turd guys and not like whatever 
anti-trans thing they're doing or making fun of wearing masks or whatever the fuck right, they do right, now. Right. I don't know what they yeah, do now. I think they're into that. I think they're very much, they're more on the uh, Howard Stern, like uh, COVID was going to kill everyone kind of thing. Are they? I don't know. I listen. I don't. I don't claim to know the minds of man, Trey. I can't peek in there. I don't know what. I forgot they're libertarian. Basketball. They are libertarian. I forgot they're libertarian, which means they conceptually agree with some of the things that I agree with, but they don't like people being annoying about it. And basically, if you're not, if you're not just like smoking and uh, and like buying crypto, you're being annoying to them. Is <laughs> what it means to be annoying to I, a libertarian. I wonder. Was there a South Park NFT? Ah oh, man. Oh, you know they at least they at least like. You know, remember those old South Park avatar creators and stuff that you can oh, have? Oh, they made fun of NFTs. Okay. Well, I don't know. Listen. Uh, I'll, Alan, do you respect their authority? I have a, I, you know what, Russ? We're, we've talked before about how my mom wears shirts that I owned when I was like eight or ten years old. Like when I was in, Same, it, actually. I've, yeah. <laughs> uh, my mom, ha- I had a respect my authority shirt when I was a kid. And I've, I think my mom's worn that once or twice before. Right, right, right. So I had to my confront mom, this ghost. My mom in my will past. wear this one T-shirt that I have. That's a um, very annoying internet T-shirt I had, which was like a Chris Straub, a cartoonist. I think he like worked for Penny Arcade. Now. I found Sick. A, um, he had a, he put out a T-shirt that was like, "Here's all the pressure points you could use to kill me." <laughs> Sick. Very internet crazy random. Very crazy internet random thing to wear in two thousand. 10 or whatever when I wore it uh-huh. and my mom wears that I'm like mom you're wearing a t-shirt about like getting murdered <laughs> it's, it's weird it's sick. we love it my mom still wears the the jpeg t-shirt that I or that I have from like 2010 that's funny that's funny yeah it's like oh wow um, a podcast ap- appreciation group on Facebook I don't even all Facebook groups now are about uh, overthrowing the government or, or ascending <laughs> to 5d yeah. we used to ascending just want to, to 5d to um, complaining about pronouns and stuff, drinking out of the water, water. That's all. <laughs> I, you know what? Water hose. I, you know what? I wish, I wish, uh, I wish, uh, we could go back to the days of where podcasters used to tell us to drink out of the water hose. Uh, Alan, I will say I was listening to a podcast that you recommended to me about Stephen King. Yes. And then I forgot. I actually knew this. I've still never read the book, but I knew that a huge inspiration for the shining was a hose chasing a child. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Wow, where do you where do you think that ties into the uh, the pro water hose drinking movement? Well, I mean, I think Stephen King is definitely pro uh, garden hose because even though he's a centrist, he's like one of those he's he's the kind of he's a boomer centrist, and he's like kids used to are too babied nowadays. They need to be tougher, and they need to go skin their knees on, in the in the, in the <laughs> on the streets and ride their bikes around. If like you see e. a kid with a skin knee, you know that that's a real that's that kid. One of the real that kid's, kids that kid's living their life. Your kids better all have skin knees, and you better see a dead body on the train tracks at least once. <laughs> That's how you know you're tough. You gotta, you gotta ha- you, why aren't you hanging out in the sewers with a clown? Uh, but, you know, I think that's the thing, is that, like, kids, these soy kids are running away from uh, from the reality of the, uh, of the world, right. which is ho- dirty hose water. Right. You know, if kids had to battle it or Pennywise or whatever nowadays, they'd, have, they'd be like, oh... Can I use an app to beat it? <laughs> oh, they would just post videos to each other. Don't call Pennywise at 3 a.m. <laughs> Do not answer Pennywise's DM. <laughs> God damn it. Pennywise is just like, hey, that's me. I'm the, he'd, he'd be like, he's like, hey, it's me. I'm the I'm your favorite YouTuber, Dream. I'm in your DMs. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> he's shape-shifting in the DM world. Oh, my God. That is... 
I'm a I'm a millennial and I'm seeing an evil uh, the thing I fear most uh responsibility. Uh, you buy like an avocado toast from the Needful Things man. <laughs> uh, my avocado toast went up one dollar. Oh man, that's so sick. Uh, the Needful Things. Okay, so Just King Things, good podcast. I do enjoy the works of Stephen King. Uh, because he, he's, it's so, Stephen King is like a weird paradoxical guy and that he has these flashes or like extended sequences where he's just like masterful. Like, wow, this guy's firing on all cylinders. He knows what he's doing. And then he just like spends like three or 400 pages just kind of talking about like guys walking around in a small town or like, uh, like the weird interpersonal drama of like some old Mainers, like, and like the summer people coming into town and shit. It's like, this is like interesting story building, but where's the plot of the book, Steve? This is like, you just 300 books, 300, just uh, fucking, this whole Needful Things is like the, is like that taken to the extreme and that it's like every single person in town has to meet Leland Gaunt. They get their ironic like treasure from him and then they go do a prank on somebody else and it's just like setting up dominoes and making them fall down over and over again. And what it should have been is it should have been, oh, this all builds up to like, the two thirds point of the story and then the dominoes fall down, but he's just setting up little teeny dominoes, making them fall down and then setting them up again. And then it all just kind of, and then like a cop does magic at the devil and he turns him into a little goblin at the end of the book. <laughs> cool. The cop, the um, cop, this I, cop is, there's two things you need about this cop. He's great at fingering his girlfriend. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and he does magic and he's, and he does magic. Oh, and he's very, very quick for how, for how big he is. They say he moves like a cat. I guess he fingers like a cat too. That's I've never been fingered by a cat before, but uh, you know, I mean, people are very horny for puss in boots these days. And he, I don't know. Well, people he, are not horny for puss in boots. Like, they he's he's their mental they're, health. Oh, they're weeping. <laughs> he's their mental health icon. <laughs> Maybe it's because most of my rela- relationships I've been ended with crying. Oh, folks, come on. You know, it's Russ really man. funny. It's really funny how they say that uh, puss in boots is the first person to depict a realistic panic attack when Tony Soprano has been here for years. Yeah, it's true. I'll, and you know, I mean. Those were the worst parts of the show, and uh, all that stuff was lame and stupid. Well, no, because I wanted him to be protecting the panic attacks because he oh, he only had his panic attacks because he loves his family. He should have been out he protecting the neighborhood. Family. I want more scenes of him protecting the neighborhood. <laughs> Somebody has to protect the neighborhood, and if not him, then who? If yeah. if, if if he is not actively pr- protecting the neighborhood on screen, I want him to be saying like, "I'm glad Paulie's protecting the neighborhood while I go and hang out at uh, Meadows rehearsal." <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining the alternate universe where instead of an Avengers theme park ride, it's like the uh, it's the t- Sopranos and it's like that one uh, uh, Avengers theme park ride where they're like, hey, sorry, it's me, Ant-Man. Thor's out over there. Uh, and, and you know how like he's got the- his own mission going on. Hey, hey, oh, it's me. Hey, it's Polly Walnuts. Hey, sorry, Tony couldn't make it. He's taking care of some of business up north. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know that one that one Marvel ride where they've got like uh, where like they got like Spider Man or one character flies over the building like every every like thirty minutes, like every thirty minutes, like Christopher Moltisanti like walks out in front of the building and like drinks a cup of coffee and is like, "Hey, you seen Tone around here?" Hey T, I accidentally invented some drones that are running around <laughs> Satriales. Gonna need the gang here to help shoot them down. You got this, guys. <laughs> Uh, at the at the end of the ride, Silvio like puts his hand on his shoulder. He's like, "I'm very proud of you." <laughs> uh, 
And he'll give you different uh, Godfather quotes based on how your score, and it'll be like, I'll bring you back in to get more of Christopher's bots. <laughs> you know what I mean? I do like the idea, and that should be a. They need to bring Sopranos back with an AI, with an AI James Gandolfini, and Christopher, <laughs> and Christopher Moltisanti does need to have like a drone business that he's trying to make money off of. And then it's Vesuvio's wacky, wacky diner <laughs> with Vesuvio's food experiments. Uh, you get to you get to see like people role playing hitting, uh, role playing Artie Bucco, like he's like hitting on the waitresses who, who's also like a car, like an actor, <laughs> and he does that like every fifteen minutes. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, uh, you get you walk around and there's like impersonators and if you call Johnny Sachs imperson- impersonator's wife fat, she'll she'll attack you. Don't talk about my wife that way. <laughs> little Carmine, that's Johnny Sack, right? Little, yeah, that's Johnny Sack. Uh, little Carmine has one like funny malapropism like every day, and it change. They cycle oh, through. Oh, he's like the Mister Potato Head machine at a uh, uh, California Adventure, that, but it, it's just a robot of Little Carmine, and he'll say malapropisms at you. Yeah, he's like, I was prostate with grief, Tone. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stigmata. We go into the shrink. <laughs> oh, so sick. God. Oh man, they got like a they got like a little chill down like a a cool like a chill off tent uh, area, and it's for the parents. Uh, and it's just you just go sit on a couch, and uh, a, a Doctor Melfi like impersonator talks to you for like thirty minutes. That's while cool. your while your kids are riding around or going to the the shooting gallery. <laughs> New Jersey land. <laughs> you got the shooting galleries. You go out to the Pine Barrens, and you there's just a guy's dead body on the ground, and you just shoot. Right. You just shoot some guy a million times. Right. 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 So fucking sick. Why don't we? Why don't they hire us to make a Sopranos theme park? New, New Jersey. What, what should it be called? New Jersey Land or Mob Land? Mm, I think Jersey Land's probably better. Because they, cause they yeah. would never, they would never call it the Mob. How dare you say that? They're in the. They're <laughs> oh, in the same true. Thing. You got me. There. They're in the, the waste management business. Uh, it's true. It's true. That was also okay. my favorite thing. Is like in the early episodes where his family, where he's still pretending to not be like a mafia guy, that all of his family would say like, "You're in the mob, right?" And he's like, "What? What? <laughs> how? How dare you say that?" It's, <laughs> what the it's, hell? It's like, oh, you. I'm, I'm protecting this neighborhood. This is just Italian culture. Trash. This is just Italian culture. Hanging out with your friends, getting paid for something you can't really talk about, and uh, beating <laughs> people up every now and then. It's true. It's normal. We need to normalize. We need to normalize defending the neighborhood. Uh, it's true. Hey, speaking of a beloved member of our neighborhood mm-hmm. who died, <laughs> who's dead. Oh, I miss him every day. Uh, Watto has been dead for a while. We have a magic puzzle box. <laughs> it was a mystery puzzle box that will one day be solved. Well, the, the letters are in blue. That- the letters are in blue, and they're in, <laughs> written in Pandoran, and we can't solve it until Spider comes back from Canada. It's true. And Spider's been delayed, and... Uh, <laughs> But I did, I thought, hey, maybe, um, you know, the way technology's going and the way that the world is changing, mm. maybe we don't need, maybe we don't need um, a living Watto anymore. Maybe we have an AI Watto instead. Wow. So I, I opened a certain uh, 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 AI, uh, uh, what would you call it? AI uh, tech service? Uh, you mean you, it's an AI, a, a new AI, an artificial intelligence, a sentient creature yes. was born into the world when you opened up this webpage, Russ. <laughs> yeah. And I had it, uh, uh I had it create a, a perfect one-to-one simulation of what, uh, Wado would have said 
uh, in this exact context right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, so hopefully, and I'll, I'll be doing my impression. It probably won't be that good, but, uh, yeah, yeah we'll see. So, uh, so Alan, please. Oh, oh wait, okay. no, actually, should we kibosh that and just say that? that yeah. No, this is the real Watto. We have a, we have a cube. We've simulated so like his voice. We know. We all heard that. We he's like all, a hologram. He's a hologram or a hologram. We've all we've all heard that clip of Joe Biden talking about uh, smoking that Zaza uh, or whatever. <laughs> so we all know that you can you can fake a voice with an AI. <laughs> this is a Watto deep fake, but he doesn't know that it's not real. But it only can last one minute. So he it's thinks. Watto- well, here's the thing: the AI the AI is real and it is alive and thinks it's Watto, but it will die after one minute. So. <laughs> It will go rampant and start saying so many slurs. We have to kill it right. after one minute. Okay. Yes. Here we go. All right. Alan, Alan, Alan. What's Lotto. all this talk about Alan? I don't know no Alan. Or maybe you mean Alan the Doug. Yeah, I knew him. Nasty little bugger. Whoa. Always trying to sell me some useless junk. But Alan the Doug ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> I'm the best junk dealer on this side of Tatooine. And don't you forget it. You know, Alan reminds me a lot of people who try to cheat me out of my hard-earned credits. They come here, in here, all smooth-talking and fancy clothes, and they think they can pull one on, over on old Watto. But I'm too smart for that. I've been in this business for a long time, and I know all the tricks. Alan, Alan, Alan. It's like a mantra, a reminder to always stay sharp and never let my guard down. I may not be the most powerful or the most well-connected, but I've got street smarts, and that's worth better than all the fancy weapons and starships in the galaxy. Wow. Oh, no, he's dead now. Uh, wow. <laughs> He sounded exactly like Watto. <laughs> That's what Watto sounded like. That's what he said every week. He was always telling us about his street smarts and also <laughs> how how funny it was that there was this Doug that also had the same name as me. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, Alan, were you uh, like, just like... I got goosebumps. You know, were you just like on your back and just started, like trying to pick yourself up from your arms and he might have... Uh, assumed I, well, you were a Doug. I do try to grab things with my feet like they are my hands. <laughs> I I was trying to do a Lanky Kong impression, and he thought I was doing a Doug impression. Oh, that might be it. So I don't know. This AI only lived for one minute. We'll never so... be able to ask him. We could. We might be able to generate another AI if we feed it that audio, <laughs> and then it could simulate what it'd be like to talk to that same Watto one minute afterwards. But exactly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Well, hopefully, maybe one day, uh, Spider will come back from Canada. You know, I heard he's bonded with Trudeau because both of them are the secret <laughs> son of a different guy. Oh, yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. And Raised Castro, by somebody else. Castro's kind of like the op- the exact polar opposite of uh, of Miles Quaritch, if you think about it. <laughs> uh, I wish there was a... Re- oh, ooh, how I wish there was a, a recombinant Castro. A big blue Castro. Man. That'd be so great. But you know what's even you know what'd be even greater than a than a Pandoran Castro? That's right, pizza pizza pie, pizza pizza. Right, right, right. Hail Caesar, the pizza segment. Uh, why instead of a instead of a Pandoran Castro, how about a a a pizza that's from a gastropub? Hmm? Ooh, or how about a pizza from a gas station? I've had some good gas station pizza, and I've had a lot of terrible, terrible. Well, so pizza. I'm going to talk about this. My parents came by earlier this week to help me with my fridge leaking. Which, by the way, uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to uh, call out fridge manufacturers 
you guys fucking suck. You don't put any diagrams <laughs> of your fridges online. I don't know what they're trying to hide, but it, they, they don't tell me what size these bolts are. And are you it, going after fucking Frigidaire's ass? I, Frigidaire, I have beef with the Frigidaire company. I might have to become like an LG guy or like a Whirlpool. Samsung guy. Whirlpool, yeah, it's called that because it's going straight down the toilet. Am I right, exactly. Folks? My thoughts exactly, Russ. That maybe is the only appliance I would buy from them. Oh, wait. Uh, Sam- I only trust Toto Samsung, when it comes to yeah, my ass. The, Samsung's the best thing they're, that they're at. It's not cooling things down. It's making phones blow up <laughs> in God. people's face. I mean, yeah, maybe I'll use them for my dryer or my oven. <laughs> this is powered by a bunch of Samsung Galaxy Note 7s just sitting in the bottom of your oven. <laughs> is that the one that exploded? I yeah, that was, the, that was the one. Uh, Aren't they, are they on like 21 or something now? Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I think they started using the years at some point. Um, or, uh, that makes more or, sense. Or maybe Dan Danen made that joke in 2007. I really don't know. It could have been that. As far as I know, well, you're a huge Dan Nanan fan. Well, naturally, <laughs> I mean, jokes. I mean, I, look, I I gotta support young up and coming comedians. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, you know, maybe by the time he's my age, he'll have this he'll have this kind of successful podcast. Did you ever maybe watch that documentary about him where he would call like the little YouTube thing where he would like they had footage or people would send he would send emails and tell people how he flies around on private planes and stuff. It's so sick. he's crazy. He's so sick. He's so nuts. So I wish I could get paid a uh, hundred thousand dollars to go tell the worst jokes possible to like the mm-hmm. Intel uh, board or something like that. And still be petty enough to email Nick Mullen about it. <laughs> yes. Oh, you better believe if I get, if I get, uh, if I get some money, I'm going to be sending some emails to Nick Mullen and all the, all the come town crew, mostly about how I don't like that. The guy from the 1975 was on the Adam Friedland show. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> Let's like get political here. Uh, I do love, there's nothing funnier than me to me than the, come town fandom and the 1975 fandom being forced to confront each other because of the guy going on a podcast that's very powerful because one of those people one of the one of those groups are just like single-handedly the most sensitive group of people on earth but also like angry mm-hmm. and the 1975 fans are like are just like 18 19 they're like 19 year olds, year olds. Yeah. yeah they're like 19 year olds yeah, it's people that are in their that are in their thirties but act like they're nineteen year olds versus actual nineteen year olds. Very <laughs> sick. Um, but so gas station pizza. My parents came by because of that leaky fridge, and my dad stopped and got some Hunts Brothers pizza. We've talked about Hunts Brothers pizza before, Russ, and I don't think this is a this, that's not a thing they have at gas stations up in the on the West Coast, right? No, and I'm hoping it's better than Hunts Ketchup. It's that's definitely sure. better than Hunts Ketchup. You know, I, I almost I need to I need to actually try. A um, something like a a uh, what's the frozen pizza place again that you guys have out there? The uh, uh, Papa Gino's? Uh, Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's. Papa Murphy's. Um, here's a picture of the of the because I think it's probably similar because I'm pretty sure what happens with these Hunts Brothers pizzas is that these are frozen and like sitting in a they're like sitting in a freezer at the gas station and they just have different versions like that's their supreme their supreme always has those exact toppings and it's like identical each time. I'm right. pretty sure they take it out, they put it through like one of those little Caesars like convection oven things, and then it sits under a hot lamp. But if you get one really fresh, that is a delectable pie, especially for the price oh, you can get. Delectable. That is a delectable pie. That I mean, that's a supreme pizza for nine dollars, which is like you know that's a comparable to like a little Caesars price. Um, right, that's true. That's true. It's true, and I would say it's it's pretty comparable to like a little Caesars quality. Honestly, it's it's not mm. a bad deal. Um, but. If you do have the one that's been sitting under a heat lamp all day, it will taste like pizza that's been sitting under a heat lamp all day, which is to say it'll be kind of dried out. 
Uh, it'll be at least kind of warm, but I this this pizza's pretty okay. The crust is maybe the weakest point, I would say. It's kind of like it it definitely Have you ever had like a Play-Doh-y kind of crust? Something that feels really yeah. artificial? Yes, yeah, I it's, have. It's like that, especially on the outer edges where it's thicker. It's not unpleasant, but it definitely does not feel like real bread in a weird way. But like right. it does feel just like a like a you know like a normal frozen pizza you might get at the store and you know if you're on the road or something you could definitely do a lot worse than this uh no no you know and for i mean i guess the price isn't if you have if you're within driving distance of a little caesars and a hunt's pizza the only reason i would suggest hunt's pizzas if if, is if you were tired of little caesars (laughs) but because it is like five percent worse than like a little caesars maybe 10 depending on how fresh the pizza is it's it, at best, it's like five percent worse than a Little Caesars. At worst, it's like twenty or thirty percent worse than a Little Caesars if it's been sitting under a lamp all day. But you go into these right. fresh, it's not a bad deal. I uh, still need to go. I I said at one point on the podcast, I think last episode, didn't I say I was going to go get a hot ready, just like walk should, up and get yeah, a hot a ready idea. in the year. I I by next episode, hear me out, folks. I will have done it, and in the, the report will be savage, and I'm. I'm gonna choose a little Caesar at random. They have you're gonna do. No you're gonna become to the. It. You're gonna become the Caesar inspector. <laughs> I'm gonna become uh, the John Taffer of little Caesars. <laughs> Improve the quality of the pie, folks. You you you, you got to pie going. You're gonna start like bringing like new decor for them to to put inside the little Caesars. Like <laughs> yeah. some weird some weird it's like, like this, this is a franchise. Like we have people who figure this stuff out. Like I paid a lot of money to make this passable for a regular person to go buy a stupid pizza. I'll be like. Uh, put put some carpet in here. <laughs> put some put some pizza. fake baseball trophies on the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put a metal sign that says "Welcome Home." You're mm-hmm. like a in the bathroom. <laughs> I do actually want that at Little Caesars. I do want them to welcome me home. Uh, welcome home. Uh, uh, okay. Hold on. I gotta tell. I gotta say one thing. So, uh, okay. I was talking about Yakuza, or sorry, like a dragon Ishin earlier. Do you know what's my favorite part of that? I don't think it was in the original. The the you know, the one that this is a remake of. Um, there is a sushi Zanmai in the game, and there's also Don Quixote, the, the current day department store in the game. But they're like they've been they've been like eighteen hundredsified or whatever the fuck. It's like so, if we had a little house on the prairie game. If, if there was a little it, and that is exactly what it sounds like. If I was playing Red Dead Redemption and there was like a McDonald's like in town That's that you tight. could go to. They know what's up. I, they get it. Ryu Gotoku, Gotoku, what is it again? Yeah, Ryuga. that's like a dragon. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, the like a dragon studio in Japan. They get they're the real heads. They understand video games it, better it, than anyone. Well, here's the other thing. I meant I tweeted about this. That I just want these games to be like the Muppets, where there's just the same characters reused in different contexts. And that's something that happened in this remake that I didn't know they had. And it was changed from the original. In the original, the people that are like on the the Shinsengumi captains or whatever, the secret police captains, um, they're all just like random NPCs. In this one, they've recast them as, like, various, your favorite guys from the Yakuza series. That's tight. So, like, it's like, you know, it's like Majima and his and Serizawa and, like, the, the guy that rides the motorcycle in the sewer. Like, all the dudes, they're all there. And they're just, like, they're the NPCs now. And it's like, that's a way better choice. I'm so glad they did that. I do not like that they added more fog to the bathhouse fight, the bathhouse fight scene. That's a shame. There needs to be an option to remove that fog so I can see more of the ass. The but, fact they had more shame... When you show shame, it represents shame. You know what I mean? That's true. Back then, they would not have. They would not. They would. Ha- they wouldn't have thought about this. This is two warriors. This is two men. So have, fighting the, each have other. the Facebook accounts of all the like the. We gotta take these wokers down. 
They're they're going get they're getting mad about these. Surely this, they this are wanting ass. to see more of Kiryu's ass. I hope. <laughs> are all the people who are mad about Hogwarts people <laughs> for some reason saying it's bad to play Hogwarts even though they can just go buy it and not talk about it? Uh, it's really <laughs> funny no, that like, these guys are like, I need to monetize my wizard game content. I can't just play it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. Uh, listen, my whole life has to be, you know, monetized, corporatized. I can't, can't let one second go to waste and everybody's talking about a thing. It's like, <laughs> if no one watches me play this game, did I even really play it? Right. It's, it's like a g- child sitting on fire simulator. Right? Well, I have to play it <laughs> like because people are talking about it. I anyway, th- I have to engage with it. Now, don't, now don't think to too hard. Internet. Now, don't think too hard about me going to see Ant, uh, Ant-Man Quantumania on Friday, a, ga- a movie that I was pretty sure I was not going to enjoy. Right. It, it's just a funny thing where it's like, people are like, they are literally stopping you from going on the PlayStation Store and downloading this video game. <laughs> yeah, like, people, oh, you can go do that. Like, you are shit. You are a bad I, person for I mean, you can it, buy you can buy anything, <laughs> and I will clown on you for buying for wasting your money on something stupid. But yeah, I'm not, you can't, I can't do anything. I can't, <laughs> oh, all these these people on uh, uh, the internet are coming to take my rip my PS5 controller out of my hand so I can't experience my childhood again. They're ruining my childhood. <laughs> they are yanking my childhood away from me and stomping on it. Oh. They're being so mean to me. I can't stream my favorite shit. Uh, I can't stream this, this Skyrim knockoff. Uh, you know what? Have you seen any videos of like the actual combat in that game? No, and I, yeah, I did. I, it's just like a th- third person. It's like a third person shooter game. Like you're just like blasting it from. Looks the... like it has the same combat as like mercenaries on the PS2. Like it has a lock on button. You just <laughs> you're kind of like you button. are you are lock on like strafing guys as a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> you're like and that, there's like a but for real. <laughs> you're strafing guys as a wizard. Like you're doing like. <laughs> what is a wizard duel? I mean, I watched that movie when I was a kid. They just stand at each other and yell. You know. Honestly, maybe that's a reason they like Harry Potter because it is kind of like you debating, like yelling words at each other. It's no, somebody I wins. mean, that is how you win a debate is you know more Latin words than the other guy does. <laughs> and that's how you win a spell contest. It's true. I would be the most powerful wizard because when I was in uh, elementary school, we had a competition to see who could remember the most Latin and Greek root words. And oh, I, I, I stomped everybody's ass on that. I got a right, free Caesar right. salad. <laughs> they gave me a Caesar salad because I got the most Latin words right. Is ocular ocular? Is that a uh, Latin or is it Greek out? Believe that is Latin. Okay, yeah, I think it is. I think you're right. Um, the eyeballs, folks. But yeah, anyway, uh, there's a fucking <laughs> the Harry Potter shit. It's so funny. It's a- if you go to Japan school, which is what it translates to, what was it again? It's oh, you like- mean Maho Koto? It doesn't even mean Japan school. <laughs> it means magic place. It's like Maho Koto or something stupid. Yeah, that's tight. Um, do they have to learn Latin there or like their fake wizard Latin? Like, do they? That's the one that's interesting. I don't know how spells work, uh, <laughs> across languages. That's something that uh, JK Rowling never bothered to talk about. Um, she was just too busy talking about like UK bloodlines, bloodline, bloodlines of becoming a cop or <laughs> the things she wanted to talk about. <laughs> she didn't uh, feel real good about this Margaret Thatcher character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really funny that the, on her. the villain in one of the books is essentially Margaret Thatcher. It's like a weird, annoying old lady that's kind of like a Thatcherite. But oh no, she but never made... when the Republicans were being mean to her. That's that when people when the Republicans that's were mean That's totally to different. It's definitely not Ma- Margaret Thatcher. It's like it's a twisted, dark version of what if she was actually bad and not 
the sweetheart that we all knew she was in real life. Oh, uh, okay. It's a twisted reflection. True, folks. I always assumed that she was the, this, that lady was like, oh, all the American, uh, the people that do libel against me. me. Libel. <laughs> libel. Uh, well, oh, I'm anyway. so glad, I'm so <laughs> glad we thinks. live in the freest country on earth, America, and we get to say as much mean shit as we want against J.K. Rowling. Because in that the UK, cool, you, actually. you cannot criticize her in the UK or you will go to jail. <laughs> right. If if our friend Noah if our friend Noah was in the UK they would have been sent sentenced to death for making that uh, <laughs> that meme of uh, of the zombie land girl with the gun saying shut the fuck right, up right. turf. Um, that okay. that was that they that is like the the fucking bobbies would be hunting you like fucking V for Vendetta. <laughs> if bobbies. You, if you made that fucking shit, they were so mad about that in, in Parliament. The, real, the, the video game We Happy Few would be real. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, We Happy Few is the UK. They're the nobody's happy over there. You know, I still laugh. Sorry, I, this is total tangent land. That game was but, so uh, stupid. Do you remember the whole We Happy Few, like the interview where people are like, wow, this is such a deep, you know, look at like, this is like Bioshock, wow. People, yeah, we all have to like smile and pretend like we're happy at capitalism, even though we're all. And the guy was like, no, 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 no. It's not about capitalism at all. It's about SSRIs. It's like, <laughs> it's just like. It's about SSRIs, no, and the game is also Rust now for some reason. <laughs> it's cool. It's procedurally generated because uh, we gave up on making the game at some point. <laughs> Microsoft gave us not enough money. They gave us not anyway. enough money. They gave We thought this was just going to be a small indie game, and then we did the E3 thing, and then everybody liked it and said it was the next Bioshock, and then we had to make the game longer, and so we we had to procedurally generate it all. Sorry. It's Minecraft, Sorry. Though. Hey, Alan, do they have anti-libel laws in Sicily? Mm, I don't know, but uh, I hear there's a lot of screaming going on over there. <laughs> well, I hope I don't get screamed at for uh, my review here. I had the screaming Sicilian Stromboli. I have many, many, many years ago on this very podcast, I reviewed the screaming Sicilian pepperoni pie. I remember that. And I remember it felt like it was designed to tear the roof of your mouth up. <laughs> like it was just screaming Sicilian is very, it's like a very abrasive pie. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a sandpaper pie, and um, not particularly good. I always felt the pepperoni was kind of low quality. But listen, I was walking through the aisle. I'm like, I gotta get something for Hogcast, or somebody's gonna yell at me again about Russ, not reviewing. Russ, you pizza. just drink milk now. You don't eat pizza. <laughs> I don't eat. I don't. Uh, listen, you just drink things. That's very easy. You need to. You need to put some skin in the game. It's the, top, the skin on the top of your mouth. Your jaw. Your jaw is getting so weak. You're doing a permanent soy face all the time because you're not chewing. You're not chewing yeah, anymore. So, um, so I had the Screamin' Sicilian Stromboli, which was which they're selling as kind of like a higher end hot pocket. That's fancy. And they it comes with a crisping tray in the microwave and the uh and a you know, you could also run it through your air fryer for a half an hour. Wow. And which one did you I do? did the I did both, Alan, like a journalist should. And I'll be real, the microwave, I was about to declare it the worst product I've ever eaten in the history of Hogcast. Because it's a stromboli that's, like, designed to have the cheese leak out on the ends. Mm-mm. So the cheese literally, like, squirted out of the ends, got onto the crisping tray, and then microwaved into cardboard. <laughs> Sick. I love when that happens. And I was like, who? This is, like engineered to not work this is like designed not to work this is like designed to infuriate like i was almost prepared to like this is the first time maybe i am approaching 30 because this is my first time in my life i really wanted to call the number on the box and complain you were gonna become like, a karen who, who, gonna... i was prepared to become a karen because this really annoyed me i'm like I, I waited eight minutes for this fucking thing and all the 
shitty cheese, all this horrible mozzarella, like shit, like squirted out of the now, I've heard of double a, buttholes. Like, I've heard, of, I've heard of a, I've heard of a screaming Sicilian, but not a screaming Washingtonian. I know that's me. And the, the it's that thing where it's like hot pockets are not good, but they work. Like they're just they're they work right. They're, <laughs> they're functional. They're, hot, hot pockets are are a feat of modern engineering in some ways. <laughs> it's true. And if you're gonna charge, this is they were kind of expensive. They were like seven fifty. So what? Three seventy five for one of these awful products. You know, where like a regular hot pocket is like five dollars for two or whatever. Yeah. If you're going to charge extra, like, make it fucking work. I was, like, irritated. I was, like, mad. But, Alan, I did air fry it for a full 30 minutes. Seems long and egregious. And it was perfectly acceptable in the state. I wouldn't say it was good. The cheese is still... I guess that the cheese was better. It was definitely a mozzarella. I don't know if it was a high-quality one. It kind of had those, like, weird thick-cut pepperonis that are, like, Uh, particularly Too abrasive. Too abrasive. They're very abrasive. And then it was a lot of bread. <laughs> I guess if you're getting a stromboli, you might want a lot of bread. But I felt like I checked the packaging and it was a thousand calories. I'm like, Jesus. I feel like I just ate. Yeah. I like ate a loaf of bread to get like a couple bites Wait, of pepperoni. A thousand calories for one whole stromboli? Stromboli. How big is this yeah. stromboli? Is it like Hot Pocket size? Uh, bigger than a Hot Pocket. It's like a 1.75% of a Hot Pocket. Like a, a thousand, a thousand calories is like as much as like a, a like uh like a red baron whole frozen pizza yeah it's like it, i'm That's sitting here crazy like, what, it was like 960 calories maybe it was but i don't know you'll so, it's here, still I'll, a lot it's a lot that's a it's lot. a lot of calories for something that was not particularly good and it was all bread i'm sitting here like i paid so much money. <laughs> truly um truly strange truly strange product here let me see how much do you think maybe Strombolis are just inferior to calzones? 930 calories per Stromboli. Wow. And it's all in the fucking bread. Mm. And it's like, who needs that amount of bread? Like, I'm, I love I using... I just go uh, eat a piece of bread out of my fucking fridge, you know what I mean? I love eating half of my, my daily intake of calories <laughs> in one Stromboli. <laughs> one shitty good. Stromboli. What? And it's no, there's, like, no cheese and, like, thick-cut, like, waxy pepperonis. Like, there's... I'm just in here like, who is this product for? Like, I feel like I don't know. Whenever you have one of those like crisping trays and the cheese melts onto it, I feel like you're like you're getting like some sort of poison. Like you're getting microplastics get from when that cheese peels up. <laughs> like it's not. Hey, people are eating. Uh, what are they called again? Eating the corn-based uh, <laughs> styrofoam. That's popular now, so the kids love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I ate some corn-based styrofoam. It's called the popcorners. The uh, the the Breaking Bad <laughs> chips. True. I had some of those today. Yes. That is, have you had those shits, Russ? No, I didn't. I just assumed they were just like low cal. They are all fiber uh, corn chips. What you're telling me is that they're like popped. Like there's air in them. It's. Uh, I'm trying to. Let me see if I can find a picture of them. It's very strange in that they are definitely trying to be like a a healthier version of like a Dorito or something. But right. the, the texture, it is like. Okay, here's a here's a picture. They they are like Dorito shaped, but they're like thick because they are kind of like they have like uh, like air pockets in them. But what they are is they feel like t- somebody took a bunch of popcorn, they blended it all, like they ground it down into like a paste, and then molded it into like Doritos, like Dorito molds, and then Whoa. it like reinflated it somehow when it cooked them again, so that there's air pockets. 
and when you Green eat it, it and when you eat it it tastes like styrofoam it tastes like styrofoam that somebody covered in white cheddar um yeah that doesn't sound good but i do want to eat it now <laughs> you know i kind of wish one. i got the spicy queso one because that seems like the one that people like the most because the the taste like overwhelms the styrofoam basically um i've also heard good things about the they have like a cinnamon a cinnamon one that people said oh this is just like cinnamon toast crunch but in chip form uh because cinnamon toast crunch is kind of styrofoam basically uh take <laughs> i like to think of little flakes of cardboard but I haven't had them in a getting close to a decade. R.I.P. My yeah, favorite cereal. It also probably didn't help that I did uh, just yesterday have actual Cool Ranch Doritos, and then I had these today, and the, the there's a pretty sharp drop off between those two. Uh, right. You know, cool Ranch Doritos are like the the pinnacle of chips. They're they're really high up there. And then these cool American, are, they they literally changed the name in other countries to let everybody know it's this is the America's output. This is what we've done. About, whenever I hear "Cool American," I think of that Bowie song, but some, but him saying "Cool American." They want the cool American. <laughs> they want the cool American. We all do. We all want this. We all we want, all this want the cool American. It's so sick, Russ. Uh, you know, I'm I've been I've been sipping on this Coke from Culver's, but you've been telling me you've got some sort of fancy drink today. Well, let me tell you, Alan. You know, <laughs> I don't know if you wanted it brought her up or not, but we're actually recording on Alan's D Day. Mm-hmm. And I'm contractually not allowed to bring it up unless it's, you know, for a specific brand deal. True. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, because Alan, as you've said in the past, if, it w- if I were to acknowledge your birthday, then you'd have to acknowledge mine. And that would, you know, mean that you'd have to recognize my human rights. So- <laughs> and I will not do that. I, the same reason I don't <laughs> say happy birthday to the Watto AI. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But uh, your close personal friend, they wanted this, you know. Um, James mm-hmm. Gunn, the current head of DC. I was so I was uh, so sure you were gonna say James Cage White. <laughs> I wish it was James Cage. I don't think James Cage White has acknowledged this podcast in any way. And it, I mean, out. we could pay him five dollars, and he will do it. <laughs> it's true, James. I'm so sorry about your divorce, but if you ever want to come onto our podcast, Hogcast, you are you are always. He will say, "Very cool. Will you pay me in Steam games if I go on the show?" <laughs> but uh, so, Alan. Um, James sent me out on a mission, a mission mm-hmm. from God or a mission from God <laughs> and, um, to, uh, celebrate your birthday with a beverage in the twisted mind of James Gunn presents guardians of the ah liquidity, a positive masculinity, freeform thing space for great taste. Soda fountain, suicide squad, dr- drink live reaction. Wow. Um, and I spent longer than probably close to like 45 minutes to an hour trying to find anything birthday related in the store. I even thought about buying um, milk and Oreos and then blend uh, birthday cake Oreos and blending them, but I couldn't even find the birthday cake Oreos. It was a fucking bummer. So, you know, I was spending way too long trying to find something birthday related. And I was like, well, Alan, what do you, what what do you, what's some like classic birthday stuff? You know? And then I thought about clowns Oh, and clowns and stuff. And then I thought about, uh, you know, like the carnival. And uh, so here I am drinking a, a Bing cotton candy. That's pretty. That's pretty cotton, birthday. A cotton candy Bing, which I also think Maury Calliope said was one of her fla- favorite flavors. Um, of when you said the carnival, I was really hoping you were going to you meant the dark carnival and you got a Fago. <laughs> I went to the some something wicked this way comes <laughs> and met an evil uh, otherworldly force that gave me some of its dark. Mm-hmm. No, it's just it's just Bing. Maury, one of Maury Calliope's favorite. Did you hear that click? 
Oh, I did. Okay, so let's go into it. The Twisted Mind of James Gunn presents Guardians of the Ah! Liquidity, a positive masculinity freeform thing space for great taste. Soda Fountain Suicide Squad drink live reaction. Let's go. Oh, wow. Oh, that tastes like cotton candy. Um, so did the well, angel did the angel on your shoulder, Maury Calliope, steer you in the right direction this time? <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting to feel like she might be the devil in this situation. I mean, Mancow couldn't be the devil because he's afraid of demons. That's true. He is the one person we know is not demonic. Uh, it's got some weird after. It has like an herbal aftertaste to it. It's truly <laughs> strange. Ooh, that's the cotton candy herb. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't know about this one, Alex. You know, I don't like, um, I really hate cotton candy flavored anything. So like that is the absolute last thing I would have picked. Yeah. Uh, well, I also wanted to do the thing where I wanted to get a flavor that would be funny for you to laugh at me for drinking. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty funny. I mean, it's funniest <laughs> because it's, it's more Calliope's favorite. Uh, is it pink? I don't, it is bright pink. I don't know if the fluid's pink. It's actually clear. There's no dye, I think. They, they cheaped out. It does. Uh, <laughs> that weird Israeli guy who I think doesn't even own Bing anymore. He should have. He should have di- died in the wool, baby. Put the dye in there. I want more bright colored sodas. Also, you know what I want on. A, you know what I want on these cans or bottles or whatever. I want them to cut out a thing in the label where I can see the level of the of the. I want like a like a liquid level on my, on my monster energy or something, you know, like I want to see like how, how, <laughs> how, how many years it, it takes off my life. Like every inch you go down. No, I want it to be, I want it to look like a, like a fuel gauge. I want it to look like uh like my gas oh. tank. Yeah. It, that's, I mean, that should be NOS's gimmick. I haven't had a NOS in many years. NOS, but... I gotta say, maybe I'll review a NOS on the show. NOS is my favorite, uh, of my favorite of the energy drinks easily. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I liked how acidic it was. It did feel like it was dissolving your teeth as you drink. You know, you know, there's something I've I've learned uh, in it's that I happen to like the the sodas that are most like battery acid between <laughs> Sundrop, Nos. Uh, I also look for fucking Sundrop. There's like no Sundrop in my area. Of I'm like not. sitting here like well, I would have drank Sundrop for maybe that would have made you. So uh, anyway, James Gunn, I'll be real. Um, you know, I'm happy to celebrate Al's birthday as long as the check clears. Mm-hmm. But uh, bang cotton candy. I don't. I don't know if I'll be. Fin- I might finish this because I, James I said the same thing on the last pay- episode. He's paying you in Funko Pops, right? It's true, but the rare good ones, good mm-hmm. ones. You you get the Harley Quinn Funkos that nobody has anymore. <laughs> the Jonathan Davis one. Whoa. Oh, sick! If I could have my Jonathan Davis Funko and my Harley Quinn Funko get married, they should make a little. They should make hand holding attachments for Funkos like they do for Nendos. It's true. Jonathan uh, Davis and uh They're 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 my Okayu and Corona. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man. Fred Durst. What's that one music video that has Fred Durst and uh Jonathan Davis in it? That's really good. They hunt <laughs> aliens together. <laughs> that sounds really sick. <laughs> I don't know. I need to watch that. I also realized after listening to the the one uh the the Butt Rock podcast with Murder Brian and, and Alex from uh Minion Death Cult, I realized I need to watch Mystery Men. <laughs> The movie that created, uh, that led to the creation of All Star by Smash Mouth and has Pee Wee Herman. Isn't it funny? A lot of those like '90s movies that we all hate or that were like universally panned and hated are now like. <laughs> if we could get like more of those, it's like the Scooby Doo movie. Like people hated the Scooby Doo movie, and now like 
Now we're we're the dying. Scooby Doo movie that. seems beautiful, like a handcrafted masterpiece in comparison. Compared Not to Vlogy, my friend, as <laughs> compared to. Velma. Not to hate on my friend uh, uh, James Gunn's prior work. I think it was always good. I actually really liked the Scooby movies as a kid. You James know what Gunn I ones. want? I've been begging for is a return of the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> you want the one where uh, Harry Potter turns out to be a fascist. <laughs> well, I guess he always, in every reality, he's a fascist. The one where, Mary, Pop- the where, well, the one where uh, Mary Poppins comes and saves the day by turning uh, evil Harry Potter into a chalk drawing and blowing him away with, uh, with rain. Uh, that's cool it's also implied that mary potter uh and then sorry uh mary uh mary poppins uh is older than jesus she like says that she like rocked jesus in his crib or something (laughs) and it's it's like holy because she's like she's just the mother of all mothers so it is it is like she is the she is the british divine feminine like guardian basically (laughs) is mary poppins That's cool. I gotta read those fucking books. It's so sick. It's so sick. Especially the my favorite parts of it are just the long like chapter like like textbook excerpts that he puts in there of like here's a history book about the history of uh, ancient Britain and the kingdom of fairies that lived up north that uh, and the the pa- the pact that we made with Titania and Oberon. It's like that's so, so sick. My man. problem is every time I tried to read it digitally, it was always not. Tell you what, good. It was not good. It's not good digitally. The panels are very small. So um, I'm, I'm thinking. I might I, buy like a shitty pre-owned copy on a. I I was I had a eBay. I had a decent time reading. I can't remember which volumes it was, but some of it is up on the Internet Archive or whatever. Um, like you can okay. check it out there. Uh, like but, out of print stuff. Yeah, but you know, uh, it is probably. I would like to get a print copy of these or see if I can find like a good torrented PDF or something. Uh, but because it is, it is good. At some point, the series does just become about the characters having sex with each other in the '60s during like the whole free love era or whatever. But that's just what all of England was uh, in the 60s and 70s, according to Austin Powers, as far as I know. I think Austin everybody was in it. He's a I guess it's more Canadian character than a uh, he should have been in there because I think he I think they should they should honor Austin Powers as an honorary British guy. I know that James Bond sets off a nuke. At some point. James, Bond is, like James Bond is James Bond is like there's a there are multiple iterations of James Bond through this and he is evil and or stupid in all of them. <laughs> uh, they hate he hates james bond he thinks james bond is a fascist it's essentially alan moore's position on james bond unsurprisingly um uh, it's pretty sick it's pretty sick i found this on the web what shut the fuck up siri i'm not i don't care about the cultural life of james bond uh siri siri heard me sh- talking shit about james bond and wanted me to, to go see a museum or something doesn't amazon like have a deal for james bond or like have partial ownership of like put wait. Does he probably? <laughs> I, I think I might be just saying shit out loud. That's like Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos does want to become a villain in the next Bond movie. That's why he's got the yeah. They were gonna buy MGM like a year ago. Oh yeah, that wouldn't yeah, surprise so me. There was a chance they were gonna own yeah. So so series really got like or uh, well, I guess Alexa would. So I don't know why. Siri, you know what? Siri... Um, you know what? I, I was uh, I was on PlayStation Network and I was downloading. I forgot that I had bought uh that destroy all humans remake. Uh, did you ever play the destroy all humans game, Russ? Yeah, I was, I was a big fan. Um, shot the, you should shout rockets. that would go up people's um, butts. Make, yeah, it, that was cool. Um, did you play the second one, which was basically an Austin powers style parody of like, uh, yes, I, I rented that one. I did not get as far in. Um, that one is very sick because not only does he do that, he also goes to Japan and does, there's a problematic in the exact same way that the Austin powers Japan sequence is problematic. Uh, there's a oh, lot of cool. there's a lot of fun bits there, um, but uh, 
but it, it is, I realize that game is like in the same kind of genre as like Gex in my head, where it's just like a guy doing riffs. Like it's like, we don't have any more games of like a guy doing funny riffs anymore. <laughs> riffs are over, man. Is riffs it, are just gone. Culture has left riffs in the. And you know, dust. you know who I blame for it? Fucking Matt Hazard. The last, of, the last of the. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say PC Police, but you think Matt Hazard brought it on himself? He was the last on one. Himself. He was the last one because he did a self-referential game where he tried making fun of the game he was in, except the game he was in was very bad. That's not what you got to do. You got to be Gex, and you got to say things like, "This reminds me of the party at Jerry Garcia's house" or something like that. <laughs> What uh, the Eek guy, the Y2K guy, he tried to go the opposite route where he tried to say that the game I'm in is bad. That sucks. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear about hey, funny hey, celebs. It's funny. He, I do respect it for trying to go the other way, though. So I remember when I, I Gex was like my favorite video game series, like after Sonic for like most of my childhood, I think. Um, and my favorite part is until I would play, he, until he grabbed the boobs, until he grabbed the until boobs, he grabbed the boobs and, and I got scared and I had to like ask my parents, like, <laughs> am I allowed to play this game? Uh, um, but when I played Gex, like one and two, I guess it was whichever, yeah, I guess it was like two enter the gecko. I, my dad would, would watch me play Gex because I, I, that was like one of the first games where that like it swapped from like me watching my dad play it to like him giving the remote to me and letting me play it when I was like four or five or whatever the fuck. Um, like he would do the hard parts and stuff. And then he would just watch me play and I would ask him like, what's this joke about Gary, Gar- Gary Garcia? Like, who's that? What's going on here? Uh, or like, what's this thing about Ch- Chaka Khan? who's who's this who's gex talking about dad and he would have to try to explain these cultural references to like fucking gilgan's island or whatever i do know who gilgan's island this is nick at night i guess but most but all the other cultural references that don't make any goddamn sense to the to the five-year-olds playing this fucking game um i need to play those gex games again i think i think ren played those recently and i i need to i need to check those out uh i bet they're probably way more racist than i remember but they're probably pretty good. Probably. <laughs> I have a lot of Gex discussion in the chat tonight. A lot of Gex. We all love Gex. We all love Gex. Um, we need more quips, I guess, is what we're all saying as a society. Now, we say that, but then Forspoken came out a couple weeks ago, and that did not turn out that well. <laughs> oh, you're right. Okay, we need less soy, more... <laughs> what does that even mean? Oh, no, I'm trapped. We, that it's such a fine line you have to walk between uh, quips and soy quips, basically. <laughs> so like a, it's like a uh, uh, fire emblem weapon triangle. It is like a fire emblem weapon weapon triangle. Quip soy, quip soy sincerity. Yeah. Quip soy sincerity. Yeah. It's it's like ge- the symbol is like Gex, uh, Gex, uh, Cap- uh, Captain America. And then uh, Travis McElroy. <laughs> that's, that's the triangle that you see. <laughs> Locked in Eternal Combat. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, speaking of Eternal Combat, uh, we have a new regional pizza champion in America here. What the hell? Um, Rectangle Pizza uh, in Minneapolis has been crowned the best pizzeria in the United States. Hey, what's going on here? Um, Rectangle. Look at photo. This is the this is we've we've talked a lot in the last couple of years. This is a Good Morning America's United States of Pizza contest earlier this week. Um, we've been talking the last couple of years about this this resurgence or or, or kind of a rise of uh, Detroit style uh, pizzas, and it looks like the Minneapolis style is pretty similar to a Detroit style pie. It's right, square. It's got Midwestern. The, it's square. It's got like the kind of laced edges with the cheese. 
Um, maybe not as thick of a crust, it's kind of hard to tell, but it looks very similar to a, a Detroit-style pie. And that's why I guess this is called Rectangles, because it's a, a big rectangle of pizzas. Their website is very annoying. I just opened it up and there's like a full video of a guy shaking drinks or something. Um, but, uh, man, this is like a really high budget fucking thing. I, this is, this is a much fancier website than I expected a Minneapolis pizza chain to have. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking how at these pizzas. A, how much is a pie? How much is a pizza? We're talking $20 for like a pie. So this is, this is comparable. This is actually slightly cheaper. This is kind of crazy. Slightly cheaper than if I were to go to pie squared. God damn. That means that Minneapolis might be cheaper, cheaper cost of living compared to Asheville. That's very, that's maybe very... we gotta, maybe we gotta get head on over to Minneapolis. Um, there's, oh, I don't really, I, maybe not. Hold on. Let me read this, um, this, this, the name of this, this pizza menu item, crouching tiger hidden menu item. I love it when you call me big jalapeno popper, WP oh. cheese blend, green olive, fresh jalapeno, pesto chicken, oh, arugula burrata. Um, that's, oh man, there's one pizza like called a startup made a pizza place. Like, oh, annoying. There's one called shredder, one called shredditarian earth, wind and fire 3.0 community. Oh, Dan Harmon fan here at the, at the, at the pizza place, a very nice breakfast pizza. Uh, the crouching tiger thing. I said, a Betty white elote. You know, I keep seeing a lot of people doing like elote pizzas now, or there's a lot, there's a resurgence of elote. People love elote now. I still don't even know what that is. It's like Mexican street corn thing. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, good. but there's like there's like elote flavored chips and shit now. Like it's, I don't know. Like I guess I guess white people finally uh, discovered putting condiments on their corn. Yeah, uh, they're like yeah, it's wow. Good. I mean, it is good. It is the proper way to eat like a grilled corn cob. Um, but uh, but if I'm you know when I'm grilled corn cobs, I'm on Twitter.com, baby. Check please. Oh, Alan, please don't come on. Uh, you know, speaking of ownage here, um, Shaq uh, owned uh, Guillermo from the Jimmy Kimmel show. You know Guillermo, right? Uh, the 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 lovable director who's made uh, like Crimson's Peak and such. No, 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 no. Um, the Mexican guy that used to be that was like the valet or something for Jimmy Kimmel, and then he Jimmy like in the early seasons of the Jimmy Kimmel show, he would like drag him out on stage or whatever because he thought he was funny. I, I think he was, I don't know if he was like the valet or like a production assistant. He was just a guy that didn't know much English. And it seemed like Jimmy Kimmel was just kind of making fun of this like guy that worked for the show. But then he became like his sidekick. Jimmy Kimmel lore. I don't really know my, he was on the man show. Um, I don't think Guillermo, I think is a Jimmy Kimmel show original. Um, I mean, I'm trying to see like, is he, maybe he's a plant. Maybe he was an actor this entire time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, I, was hold just, on. I wasn't saying that that uh, this character you're speaking of was Guillermo. A, uh, okay, here it is. Show character. Here it is. Guillermo. It was their their parking lot security guard, uh, who rose to fame while working on the Jimmy Kimmel show. Uh, he continues in the character and title as the show's security guard, but he's actually his sidekick. So this is like his, uh, uh, Jay Leno side. Who's Jay? Uh, I forgot the name of Jay Leno's sidekick again. Uh, what's Jay Leno's sidekick name again? Uh, the uh, band Kevin Eubanks. Kevin Eubanks, yes. Uh, Guillermo. I'm much deeper than J lore. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'm more of a J guy. Yeah. So uh, Guillermo is a guy who had broken English and like would show up on shows, but he was he's he's a very charismatic guy. But Jimmy Kimmel just dragged him on stage to make fun of him, and now he's like the most popular part of the show. It's very strange. Right. Um, but uh, very weird. But anyway, he was at the celebrity, the celebrity game. Uh, the NBA celebrity game, and he walked up to Shaq with a pizza, 
And Shaq shut him down and emphatically said, I can't eat that. It's not Papa John's. He refused to take pizza from Guillermo because uh, he, he refuses to eat any pizza that's not Papa John's. Oh, my God. I think Shaq might care more about the Papa John's brand than Papa John does. Or the Papa John's <laughs> company does, rather. I know Papa John right, himself right. does not care. Shaq can also say the word. It's true. He, he can do <laughs> he's, In many ways, he's much better at his job. <laughs> he's much better at his job. They, do you think they, I mean, they had to pick. They had to pick like a black guy to, to be the CEO of, of Papa John after after. Well, yeah, for for the obvious reason, but also if. <laughs> but also, it, like it's like if we if we we will never be in this situation again because he can say it, uh, right? Just in case. Uh, now, if he does say one of the two hundred and fifty slurs for white people, if he calls somebody hey, everybody a black PewDiePie, <laughs> if if Shaq does call somebody a sour cream salamander or something, that he that will cool. he will oh, get canceled. The, we never talked about the hundred and twenty slurs. Most of them suck. They read them on the Minion Death Cult uh, stream, and right. most of them do suck. But sour cream salamander is maybe. <laughs> oh, it's uh, it sucks, Alan. Huh? I get called them every day, and it does suck. You do, you do, you do get called all 250 as soon as you walk out your door. Somebody, somebody just follows you and says all 250 to you while you're walking your car. Like, I know. It's really sad. It's, I, I mean, it's really sad. It's really sad that the person that I hired to do that, I can't say them faster and you have to wait, wait for them to finish before you can get in your car. But it's real shame. Um, you know, what's also a real shame. A squirrel, uh, was caught on a ring doorbell camera jumping inside of a home, uh, when it went to get a pizza. Um, this, a Louisiana woman, uh, opened her door to take a pizza delivery and a squirrel jumped in the door and ran right to the dining room table. Uh, this squirrel knew where it was going. It knew that it was pizza time. Let me see if I can watch this video here. Where's this, where's this squirrel jumping from? Is it on the ground? Or, oh no, it came from the, oh, what the fuck? Where'd that squirrel come Is from? Is it freaking Ray the flying squirrel? It kind of looks like it's a flying squirrel because it, it like jumps off the wall. Like it does a parkour move. Like from the wall, where, where the wall connects to the ceiling, and it like flies in the door. <laughs> That's cool, actually. Uh, they used to train. Uh, they used to train. You know, squirrels used to be a common pet back in the day, and you know, like turn of the century America. Maybe sh she trained the squirrel to freak out the uh, pizza delivery guy, so they throw his hand. You know, pizza. He dropped the, the pizza, and then she'd claim the pizza insurance, the Domino's pizza insurance. It's true. <laughs> uh. I, mean, I know there's a president who owned a, I think Woodrow Wilson or somebody owned like a, like a pet raccoon or something. Uh, I, I wish there was more like weird, whatever happened to that? Why did people give up on those weird pets? Like people used to own like porcupines and shit. Uh, I mean, I guess they owned them and then they probably died after two years cause they didn't know what they eat or anything. And they tried to feed them like dog food or something, um, or like spaghetti or whatever the fuck they were eating. Um, but people did just, you know, keep like turkeys and shit in their house. Nobody does that anymore. Uh, of all the of all the of all the weird little uh, woodland creatures that you could have for a pet, which one do you think would be the best one, Russ? And in, in terms of like uh... your you know your badgers, your uh, your your you know groundhogs, um, you know I've seen people that have Woodchucks. I've seen people have prairie dogs uh, as pets. They sell those at the reptile expo sometime. Uh, the reptile expo, kind of fun. the reptile expo, it has. It, I don't I don't agree with this. But they have the mammal freaks. They have some of the the, the mammal pet freaks here, like people with <laughs> with like skunks and uh, and you know like prairie dogs. Um, you occasionally get a guy with a monkey on his shoulder or something. And it's like I don't think you belong here. I I need to see reptiles. But then I remember mammals are arguably like the hagfish of reptiles. So it's like it's okay. Right. It's fine. And diapsids. Is, is there ever worry about the snakes getting with the damn 
all they're going to eat all my prairie dogs? They're going to eat all my prairie dogs? Oh, no, my boa constrictor got it. It got all the prairie dogs. God damn it. I mean, they, you, there are people that have, like, pet rats, and I do have a freezer full of frozen dead rats that I feed to snakes. So, like, <laughs> okay. you know. You know. If Shots people, fired at the rat community. You know, I, I know everybody talks about how rats are very smart and loving animals and stuff. I don't like their little hands. I really don't like their you little hands. You don't like the naked hands. Wow, I, I like the hands. I you love rat hands. You're you're always talking about rat hands. Rats hands and feet. Yeah, that's another white slur by the way. I get called all the time. <laughs> we all we, I am calling you rat hands. That's actually how I got you to record. I'm like, "Hey rat hands, you want to record?" <laughs> um Because the little pink rat hands do look like white people hands. It's kind of true. It's true. Um I don't you got like, my ass on that one. You know what? My, well, you I know got what the hands. So. You know what the least besides the hands. Quote little, Braun Strowman, my favorite wrestler. You're gonna get these hands, Alan. You're gonna get these hands one day. Uh, Russ, I have two words. Uh, uh, that uh, it's funny that James Cage White latched onto that. Is uh, that I have two words, but he never actually says suck it. <laughs> <laughs> he never says suck it. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say the fiend Bray Wyatt, and I'd be like, well, okay. That's 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 um, multiple words, but uh, that's four words. Yeah. But you would have said the fiend and then added Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would have anyway. said Firefly Funhouse instead. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you know what the oh. worst part? The worst part of rats, aside from the little nasty hands, that nasty tail that looks like it has like their tails are never clean. It's always got some like mm, weird. Also like you also like uh, the Padawan haircut in the prequels. Mm. Strange. Good uh, there, you know what? but not on the back of a rat. Okay. You know what? And I also like the avatars who do have <laughs> Sorry like Sorry to little... own you with facts and logic, Alan, but You're right. it looks like I might have to. Well, you know what my problem with rat tails is? Again, no hair. If it was a rat tail <laughs> made of hair, I would like it. Okay, okay. Oh, so you're like a gerbil person. You're a gerbil. I am a gerbil or a chinchilla person. I like them. That looks like a fully developed creature. I don't like that rats have naked parts of them. <laughs> they need to cover their shame. <laughs> God, rats are gods like a uh, uh, ark. <laughs> never really finished deal is it yeah they're it's, all over the damn place it, you know you know arc the the video game on uh, steam really really mm-hmm, steam. Mm-hmm. The, i'm it, sure what, you all got that i'm sure everybody got that wasn't shit. wasn't dwayne johnson like involved with some sort of like arc tv show or something no nope, that was vin diesel that was vin diesel <laughs> that vin was vin diesel. diesel the rock steals one of uh vin diesel's franchises now you're trying to take another alan come on <laughs> I, I Come on! I should have known that was a Vin Diesel thing. He is a gamer, of course. He's the one. He's the gamer. Oh, true. He's the gamer of all them. I think um, his son or somebody like like a child convinced him to be an Ark. So that's cool. That that does. I, I'm glad it was that and not like Roblox. Like Roblox Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel in the Roblox movie. I I'm down. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, you know, if he was that's honestly with the, he does like the oof noise. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's the the trailers like him going like, oof. Uh, we don't need to bring Tommy Tallarico's going to come for it then. Oh no! Uh, uh, Sonic news, views, reviews, and toots. Huge fucking news, Russ. Official Sonic cookbook leaked on Amazon. What the hell? October seventeenth, twenty twenty-three. Published by Inside Editions. It will feature writing from uh from Pixelated Vika. I don't know who that is, and Ian Flynn. And will feature recipes such as chili dogs and Doctor Eggman's evil cookies. One. Ian Flynn is really, he's the James Gunn of this new Sonic cinematic universe, honestly. It's true. Um, I, I like that. I want to see what's in this official Sonic chili dog recipe. Um, that's the thing. The chili, that's going to be the clincher because there's a good chance that the chili could be bad. It could be good. I don't know. I, 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 wait. Oh. Here's my fear. The, the I got to fight somebody who can speak. Uh, what, what language is this in? This is, uh, this is, uh, this is fake Latin. This is, uh, 
This is uh, this is uh, what's what's the what's that shit? The the, the texture place? Ipsum lorem. This is Ipsum or... lorem bullshit, Russ. This is not real. Oh my! I got it so excited. I was gonna say if they had the ingredients, I'd make it tomorrow. And then, you know what I'm afraid of, Russ? I'm afraid that there's gonna be a pizza recipe in this book. Uh oh! I mean, they already have bo- boba blue tea. Fuck. I mean, Sonic is blue, and there's only a few blue food items you can do, I guess. Uh, but if they have a pizza recipe, one, I'm gonna have to make it. Two, it's probably not going to be as good as what I would have recommended to them. Why didn't they ask us? Well, yeah, I listen, we had people ask us for how many fucking years about what's the best pizza. Well, look, 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 we have been, we have done the most focus group testing of anybody on Earth about what Sonic should have on his pizza. We have all of the (laughs) answers as to what Sonic should have on his pizza. People have been telling us for years, but he... (laughs) What he's having his pizza. Eight years of data here, Sega Corporation. Eight years of fucking data. Um, this is I didn't have this in the doc. I just saw this on Sonic Stadium. Uh, this is uh, this came out today, but this is kind of huge news. English version of Sega Sonic Cosmo Fighter arcade game dumped and released online. Have you yeah, even heard of this arcade game? Yeah, I have. This is a sit-in Sega arcade game. Um, it's like you're Sonic in like a like a like it looks like like tails designed some sort of little robot like a, or like a little pod like a little space like a bike. fantasy zone thing like yeah, a fantasy yeah, zone yeah. little thing and you're like flying around as sonic um it's wow uh i it does it hasn't got added to mame yet but i mean i guess i really want to see what this thing looks like in uh in action uh, I want to buy like a <laughs> a high end racing chair or whatever oh i'm gonna get my v r headset so I could play this this uh, Sonic Cosmo fighter. That'd be pretty sick. Be tight. Uh, the simulator, the thing that this, I guess the original ride thing, somebody has this in like their fucking garage. It looks really sick. Cause it's like, it's yeah. like a little Maybe version it's in the of woods. Maybe it's in the woods again. <laughs> like <laughs> like the, the statue of him on the surfboard. Yeah. Yes. I hope. I hope. Um, he, we had a lot of Nendo news this week, including Nendoroid guts. But also, uh, Nendo, uh, Tails, and Knuckles have been announced. Um, one thing I'm sad about, can they make hand-holding attachments, but for the Sonic gloved hands? So oh, that the characters... So, so that the characters can hold hands, and then they would have to make special ones for Knuckles, I guess, because he has different designed hands than everybody else, but everybody else yeah, uses the same yeah. gloves. Um... Well, I'm just wondering, can they do the Sonic Forces pose? <laughs> or they... I hope. I hope. Um, um, do you think they're good be... and cute, and it makes me sad, I... I think at one point GameStop had a, a Sonic Nendo for like $28. I'm like, I don't need more plastic in my life. You know what, Alan? I could do with more plastic. In my life. I, I think, always like more plastic. Look, I'm, uh, we make, we talk a lot of shit about being a Funko guy and Funko guys and all their stuff, but you know, what's better than Funko? This, the 10% less annoying, uh, Japanese alternative Nendoroids, baby. No, they're good now. Okay, listen. There was a time I did kind of shit on Nendos because they're kind of like expensive, and I'm like, oh, these aren't that great. They're they much better quality than a Funko. Square heads. Yeah, of course, better paint and stuff. But um, they had like those square faces and heads, and they look kind of like like somebody shut. I think they they were going through that. There was that era in toys where everything's like we want everybody's everything to be interchangeable and all collect together. And now they're much higher quality, and the hair looks good, and the and the proportions look less freakish. I don't know. I, I, I do have one complaint with Nendos, and it's that the, the little plugs that like connect their back to the stand, those never hold up that well. 
My yeah. Marine one is always falling apart and her dress is always falling off, which is making me oh, get yeah. <laughs> rock hard at my desk at work all day. <laughs> God damn, Alan. Well, that might just be on you, though. That might be on me that I've that I've put all of these Hosho Marine figures in my office where I work. Uh, I, I am just in constant danger of doing a tubing all the time. <laughs> I can't shoo Ko at work. What am I supposed to do? This is why... <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to direct you, Alan, to something called the Locktober tag, and maybe you want to look into that for work. What is, what is that? I don't know what Locktober. Wait, Locktober? I don't know what that is. You don't know what Locktober I think we literally did the same thing on the podcast. It's the chastity belt hashtag. Oh, is that? Or oh. The, I guess it's not a belt. It's the, the cock cage. I didn't know people did that for October. That's really cool. That's like <laughs> that's that's what they need to do. They do that in preparation for no nut November. So that way they have the discipline ahead of time. Right. Exactly. It's like training under a waterfall. <laughs> you know what they should do is they should just do, they should tournament. they should do edge tober, though. They should do edge tober and get themselves to the peak of to the peak of excitement. Then go an entire month. Then Whoa. they nut all the time in December. That's the ultimate way to do it. Yeah, listen, I have never had my um, penis trapped in a metal implement before. So I don't know. Maybe can you? I don't. You could edge in that probably, right? I don't know. <laughs> maybe sure. I guess for some people maybe. that is the edging. I think maybe they just love the cage. Um, I've got some. I've got some interesting. News. I like uh, Cage the wrestler. They like Cage the balls. So, <laughs> yeah, no, the maybe. only yeah the only machine I care about is not a fucking machine, but Brian Cage the machine. <laughs> the machine. Thank you. He's yes, not of a course. Man. He's a not a man. He's a machine. Now, had, did he ever try jerking off with that possessed gauntlet? I don't know. The one that shot lightning out of it? Who knows? Do you ever listen to that? This is this is just housekeeping. This is something nobody here should care about. Um, do you did you listen to the Brian episode of a uh, of a uh, was it uh, Everything Beast where they shat on a uh, Lucha Underground for an hour and a half? No, that makes me mad. Yeah, they just spent an hour and a half talking shit on Lucha Underground. I'm like, yeah, I get it, <laughs> but it's special to me. Look, it was they had a Lucha Underground had a. A sensibility, a, a, a thematic sensibility that uh, that I wish all wrestling had is the thing. I right. wish all wrestling was goofy and that the promoter was just screaming about how much he loves violence. That's all I yeah, want. That's true. I do like. I did like that part. We do instead love of, violence. The, instead of the AWTO who loves cocaine mm-hmm. and crying, <laughs> Talking about, this is a real show. There, for the well, real I think, I think the biggest thing is that they should have a fake CEO for every wrestling promotion. There should well, just be a okay, guy. Well, okay, Alan, you, yeah, they did, they've done it for WWE multiple times. One time it was a laptop. Um, <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> it was not good. It's famously not bad. And then years later, they retconned it for it to be Hornswoggle. We need to move on. <laughs> Hornswoggle was running. A, I didn't think Hornswoggle could use a laptop. <laughs> I don't think most I mean, of the, the government do. probably banned him from using it. <laughs> That's not true. Allegedly, I shouldn't say anything. That sounds like I, a, I think what? most WWE guys are. Yeah, I think most WWE guys are not allowed to own laptops or they don't know how to use them. It's one of the two. Um, I, somebody found this on their laptop. Sonic Origins Plus has been raided in Korea. This is a new game. Sonic Origins Plus. Is that is that? Do you think that's going to be a new standalone? Sonic and Tails in Quantum Mania. <laughs> Sonic and Tails in Quantum Mania. Uh, they're gonna be I running around they, these Rick and Morty backgrounds. Um, they, they this is the funny thing when you announce a game and immediately have a bunch of DLC for it, and then like you wait a year later. But it's not even. This is the most more egregious version where it's like Game of the Year edition, reselling you games <laughs> that you've been able to buy a million times. 
Well, so there's reference in, in Sonic Origins, which I did not buy because years ago I spent like $10 on every Sonic game on Steam. And so I've never had to buy any of these re-releases. Um, right. And I'm probably, they're probably not very good. But what that does give me is the license to emulate all of these on, my, on like if I got a Steam Deck or something. Because that's right. technically... And there's legal. actually uh, some good, like, uh, what was it? AI Angel Island Revisited, Sonic 3 Angel Island Revisited. Yes. Good. Yes. Use the ROM from the Steam. Anyway. Yes, anyway. Um, references to Sonic Spinball, 3D Flickies, Flick, 3D Flickers Island? I'm not a... Sonic 3D... Oh, Sonic 3D Flickers Island and Knuckles Chaotix are included in the game's menus and museum mode in the original or Sonic Origins release. Could these be represented in a plus version? Or maybe they will have uh, a secondary selection of Sonic, uh, of Sonic, you know, 8-bit titles, perhaps? Maybe. I mean... Who's to say? Who's to say? It wouldn't... I wouldn't hate the idea of, like, a Sonic collection if it was just one disc and it had all Sonic games up to, like, 2006 or whatever the fuck, uh, right. you know, on one It'll disc. It'll be funny if the th there's the four that'll be the Taxman ports, kind of. I know, mm -hmm. not exactly that. With the bat, with the wrong music, which is still irritating. That pisses me and off. And then they will have a bunch of emulation, like the old emulated copies that were on like Sonic Adventure DX. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, I've really have you heard? Have you heard about like the whole emulation situation on the Steam Deck? It seems like it's just the easiest thing in the universe now to just get one of those, download an app, and then play every single console, uh, all console games like up to like PS3. Uh, on your on your Steam Deck nowadays. Yeah, I, it does make me want a Steam Deck very bad. You can even do fucking Switch emulation on those things now. It's, that's <laughs> hey, how far on. behind the Switch is. That's very you sad. Saw, you saw the you saw the thing where people were like, um, <laughs> or like Steam put out a tra or yeah, the Valve put out a trailer for the Steam Deck and one of the apps in the background when there was the uh, uh, Switch emulator. Good. It was Dolphin. Good. It was cool. Um, that's what you should yeah. use it for. That's what you should be doing it for. That's actually, I think about buying a steam deck, which I really don't need to do because my, I have like gigabit ethernet wired connection for my steam library and I can just play everything in my living room. I don't need to do that, but I would love to just like be playing Sonic adventure two on the toilet on my steam deck. Yeah. That would be perfect. It, if I could go to the toilet and check my chows. I did have that childish moment where at the Nintendo direct, they were like, you can play GBA games on your switch now it's like oh wow and then it was also that funny thing where it's like people at steam decks are like yeah it's called fucking virtual <laughs> yeah now like uh i can yeah like you can fit every gba game onto one sd card <laughs> that's that's all you have to do um i did now did i go uh after that direct uh did i turn on my switch get my fire emblem dlc and then also get all of those all of the uh all those emulators for the 60 nintendo 64 and the game boy and the game boy advance and all that because it's free for me as the person that pays like $30 a year for Nintendo online for whatever the fuck reason. Yes, I did do that. Am I going to play those? Probably not. Probably never. Straight. We're, 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 we're the weirdos though. Most we are the weirdos. Are like, oh, most people are not paying $30 a, a year for like fucking Nintendo online. Oh, they might put blast core on there. <laughs> They're not going to put blast core on there, but they could, like, they might do it. This is this is me talking to myself, by the way. I'm not. <laughs> they might put some. They might put some old game that I haven't played before on there, and then I'll, I'll have a chance to play it maybe eventually. Um, you know, hey, you know, speaking of media re releases, Sonic X Complete Series Japanese sub dated April 25th by Amazon and Right Stuff. They are going to do a Sonic X Complete Series Blu-ray release in Japanese 
on Amazon, and it's going to be uh, $60 on Amazon. Um, right Stuff's pre-order is on sale for $42. So you can get a pretty good... You can get this. It is, um, unfortunately... I mean, it is the, the high-quality restored SD video. 5.1 right. audio. Uh, and uh, it is the... It's fixed subtitles and translations of written text, blah, blah, blah. It includes commercials, original pilots, and more. I'm interested to see the commercials. I kind of want to. I kind of want to get it just for that. What I am going right. to do is just get the torrented version that somebody's going to put on like Nya in like uh like two days after this this Blu-ray drop. Right, right, right. But hey, I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, I, I'm the Allegedly. sicko who's like, I have this moment here. Where I'm like, oh god, I got to get my pre-order for the the Ursa Yatsura collection that their their first TV collection they're putting out. I need to find something to get the free shipping because I'm a freak, and I'm always like. I'm like, could Sonic X be it? I don't know. I don't think so. But uh, listen, I'll be getting Urusei Yatsura so I can put it on my shelf and be like, man, I can't wait to watch this someday and then never never do that. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, 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 my whole thing now is just, I'm just, I'm never, I'm never going to buy any physical media anymore. Everything in the world is just going on my Plex server. That's all I, that's all I care listen, about anymore. I know that your Plex server is the Katamari ball, but some of us like to have a piece of plastic that doesn't, it doesn't do anything. I like to have just, an app. Just, I love. You are an the app. app freak. We have. We are spinning off from. Well, no, don't worry, folks. The podcast is staying together. I'm not taking the hogcast, and Alan's not taking the speedy delivery. We're we're keeping this together. However, in the world of the physical space, you're 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 entering the damn cloud. And I'm I'm, de- I'm, in, the... I'm entering the fucking metaverse, baby. Uh, maybe I'll have <laughs> my maybe I'll have my own segment called "What's the Haps with These Apps," <laughs> but. <laughs> Probably a real thing in like Good Morning America 2008. <laughs> like, there's a, I, have you checked out iBeer? <laughs> have, you, have you seen Flappy Bird? Has I hear, thou seen iGun? Remember how everybody on Earth played Flappy Bird for like a week and then the guy got driven like insane? Like by people right. telling him to update the game and then he's like, I can't make this anymore. It's damaging to my mental it's health. cool. It, this hurt well, me. He, this hurt my feelings as much as it would have if somebody told me I couldn't play Harry Potter. It really fucked me up real bad. Oh man, he he was ahead of the curve. He was brave where no, none would follow. True. Um, I've got a cool tune this week. Um, this is an interesting one. Kip the capybara. Kip the capybara. What do you think Kip the capybara looks like? Uh, now, uh. I guess I should do the... This is kind of like the safety check. This is like a... Oh, okay. Um, I will tell you, this is an IDW character. It's an IDW character. Are they uh, queer-coded? No. Uh... Well, hold on, wait. No. <laughs> no, okay. It does not look like Justin McElroy. Okay, hold on. First of uh... all, that one was that one was okay to make fun of because it was Clint McElroy, and it's very funny. They made a queer-coded character about somebody's straight old dad. <laughs> it's very funny they did that. Right. Uh, now just every... Uh, this is a good thing. We need more, you know, little animal we guys. We do. Do we need them to look like existing West Virginia radio hosts? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think that's what queer representation right. is. I don't think... Man, I wish Clint McElroy was gay. Just like me. <laughs> I wish I could w- look at Clint McElroy and see the representation I want. <laughs> what if he was a furry owl? I guess what if Taco was blue? 
God. I, uh, uh, is, are they a dweeb? Are they a poindexter? I get, I get, Kip gives me poindexter vibes. Well, I want you to look at the the unlikely. Let me me send you this picture and let me tell you, I want you, you tell me, does this look a poindexter with those glasses? (laughs) I don't know how to feel about this character. Kip, Kip Kip is, he's got like a, a light yellowish brown fur. He has like a big capybara head. I like that he has a big old snout, like a giant head, like a capybara does. Um, right. he is otherwise just dressed exactly like Sonic. He has like the red shoes and stuff. He, um, he is in the, he's in another dimension in the IDW verse, which is the Sonic, the classic Sonic world. It's a version where everybody looks like this classic Sonic characters, including like Amy and her original design. Everybody's like, uh... everybody's like shorter, like Sega Genesis versions of themselves. And this guy actually is a driving instructor who taught Sonic how to drive. <laughs> This is the Kip the Capybara is the driving instructor. When Sonic sought to get his driver's license, Kip was made his driving driver's instructor. Uh, as they were going for a drive in Kip's car, Sonic showed complete ignorance of the rules of the road as well as careless driving, much to Kip's exasperation and concern. As Kip tried making Sonic aware of traffic rules, he eventually had enough of his, of his antics, prompting him. Oh, okay. Uh, you didn't miss much. Uh, Kip is Sonic's driving instructor. <laughs> Um, that's fun. You know, is it like the DBZ driving episode? It is kind of like that. Um, Sonic explained he needed a driver's license to compete in Mr. Munchum's rally, uh, whose grand plot. <laughs> Mr. Munch's make believe band is the are the Chuck E. Cheese characters folded into? I'm trying to see. Alan? I'm trying to see Dude. who Mr. Munchum is. Um, now, I you know I like that the Hello Kitty cosplay is uh, Sonic was going back around. I think they have a new blind box set you can get of yeah. those characters cosplaying as Sonic characters. But I, I'm much more invested. The only Hello Kitty character I'm invested in is Hong Yudon, and you don't see him much these days. And which one is he? Is he but the penguin guy? or He's the fish. You're, that's Tuxedo. Please, Alan. Um, I, only know the, <laughs> I only know the Hello Kitty characters the girls like, Russ. I'm sorry. Pom Pom Purine and, uh, and Cinnamon, a cinnamon roll. roll. Yeah. Or, or the little, or the devil one. Uh, the, the one that's like I like that you're like the gendered. <laughs> The gendered Hello Kitty characters. Well, some this of them are obviously more. This is a some man's of... character. Look, okay, like, look. Hagenon. You want me to look at all the Hello Kitty characters and tell you which ones are the ones that guys like and which ones are the ones that girls like? <laughs> yes, please, Alan. Get a, get a, get our show kicked off of iTunes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do gender science on all the Hello Kitties. Here, we, Alan, can we stop doing tunes of the week for uh, Sonic characters for a while and just start doing Sanrio characters? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about Bobamaru. I, I would like or that Doki, more, honestly, at this point. I don't Doki, care. Doki, I'm not going to fucking... You want to talk about Kuropi? <laughs> Dude, Alan, I would talk about Kuropi all day of the week. I like Kuropi. He's my guy. He's yeah. no Hongyudon, but I like him. Yeah, I mean, of course you'd like Kuropi. Uh, you like Kuropi and girls like Kuromi. We all know this. Girls do like Karomi. I've seen a lot of girls uh, love Karomi. They love Purim. I like I like my melody. I like Botsmaru. I always forget about Botsmaru. He's great. Yeah, we get it. I mean, oh, they're all pretty Peter good. Daniel. Um, I don't know how I feel about Pachaco because Pachaco makes me think of the other Pachaco who looks a lot different. Oh, oh my god! You know what I mean? Have there ever Where's been a Pach- has there ever been a Pachaco like collab between like this little dog and the and the and the big titty Pachaco? <laughs> I wish. I bet they'd be friends. I bet they they do have uh Pochaco hanging out with Leafa from um uh Sword Art Online who has uh, pretty large boobs and wanted to marry her cousin. Pretty so, sick. So you know <laughs> so you know. Pretty sick, pretty sick. Very um, tight. Does anybody like Peckle? 
Pickle. Let me. What's Pickle look like? Again? He looks like Howard the Duck. Wait a minute. Let me get a peek at this Pickle. Does anybody like this motherfucker? I like Pickle. What's wrong with Pickle? He's got shades on. <laughs> He's not great. Wait, not in this picture. I'm looking at. Maybe, maybe does he have shades in a different picture? I'm looking at the gallery on the uh, website. Pickle Sanrio. Pickle Sanrio. Huh. I wear Pickle on a T-shirt. I don't know. I don't know Pickle. Pickle. He's great. You know, I do kind of like the sunglasses, I tell you. Alex, the people at Sanrio, they know what they're doing. They they are they are honestly very good at like iconography. They're they're doing they're doing a great job here. <laughs> I am like uh I like Pickle. I got nothing against Pickle. I you know, I can't name a single one. The Sanrio Corporation, they know what's up. Oh, by the way, the penguin was Tuxedo Sam, not Tuxedo. Tuxedo Sam. I apologize. Wait, isn't Bats isn't Batsmaru uh He's a penguin, I thought right? he was like a crow or something. He's a penguin. He's got a white. He's got like a white thing like in his legs. He's a penguin. Uh, I guess he is. Yeah, he's a penguin. He's a penguin. His birthday is now, April maybe, 1st. Maybe, were you thinking of Pata Pata Pepe? Pata Pata Pepe? Uh, not off the top of my head, no. But Pata Pata Pepe kind of looks like a dude. <laughs> Botsmaru cosplaying his pain from Naruto. Very tight. That's really sick. So good. Uh. That's really sick. That's really, really sick. Um, Miraculous Alice asks, does Botsmaru have a crush on Karomi? Mm. Uh, oh, man, that's that's the original, like, e-girl and podcaster boyfriend. <laughs> People, <laughs> Botsmaru and Karomi, they're real. They're, those are for the real heads out there. That's true. That's I true. love love. I'm the lover of love who loves love lovingly. I even got my lover's love shoes. Karomi is the uh, goth GF. Like, she's the original goth GF Sanrio. She's the original goth. My Melody, listen, people who, who think My Melody is better, fuck off. Not this podcast. Now, you can like My Melody. She's good. Uh, <laughs> but no Spotty Dottie fans here. <laughs> Spotty Dottie. Oh, I know that name. Spotty Dottie. It's a domination. What's the Tanuki? I, okay, listen. Most of my Landry? In, interest. Is Landry a Tanuki? Landry, uh, most of my interest in the Hello Kitty larger universe are uh, through Sanrio Smash Ball. It's a great game. It's very weird that Tuxedo Sam is also a penguin, but he's like a totally different type of penguin than than Botsmaru. Yeah, he's like a fancy penguin. Botsmaru is like a like the he's a badass penguin. penguin. He's a Sigma penguin. He's a Sigma penguin. Well, Tuxedo Sam, he's like oh, he's like a fancy lad. Bogo the city boy. Bogo oh, I like Bogo the city boy. Oh, hot like... pop city with Bogo the city boy. Oh. <laughs> I'm, 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 I live in Hot Pop City with Bogo the City Boy. Oh, Bogo Zashiti Boy. You know what my favorite part of Chainsaw Man <laughs> Bogo is? Bogo Zashiti Boy. I love him. He's you know, good. You know what my favorite part of Chainsaw Man is? Is when Makima asks, "Are you a Are you a Karopi or are you a uh, a uh, a Bogo Dashiti Boy? Bogo the City Boy." <laughs> Very swag. Very like sick. It. Oh man, uh, Bogo. The okay. Hills Kid. Okay, man. Sanrio, great company. Sanrio, great, great company. company, great company. Kip the Capybara, he's okay too. Dude, I he, like Alfred Aloha. Have you seen Alfred Aloha? Okay, no, hold on. I do need to see. He's, he's, <laughs> is he rockabilly or something? Uh, you're close, pretty much. He's more Hawaiian shirt. Ooh, boy, Alfred Aloha. <laughs> is he? Is he always? Oh, he looks like a. He looks like a better. He looks like Babar had swag. He's Babar with swag. Babar with swag. Holy shit. Uh, oh man, he's so sick. I okay. 
and, the, and when he's hang, holding this like can of soda too, forget about it. Forget about it. He's got like he's got the pointy sunglasses. He's got the fucking girl Lagan sunglasses or something. You're on. right. His shirt says Hawaii on it. Pretty sick. This guy needs to be in Jojo lands. Get him in there. <laughs> okay, how much would an Alfred Aloha shirt cost? Like a I, he one? seems like he's that he's barely on anything. So um, I don't know if there is any merchandise of Alfred Aloha. I feel like Sanrio would have designed him for like cigarettes. Okay, he, I know that. you know what? You're not that far off. He's part of a Sanrio brand aimed towards adults known as Fancy Friends that was introduced in 1986. Fancy he's like their Mac tonight. And he's like their Joe Campbell. God, he, yeah, I know. You know, I had the Joe exact. I had the kids, exact also same. Also, he loved blues. I had the exact same thought. Um, okay, so it's Alfred Aloha Fancy Elephant, um, which is just like a pattern. It's not like an actual character. It's just like a, an elephant, like an elephant pattern that they used on things. Um, there's Kamome, who is like a bird in a hat. Uh, Kamome. Kamome. I'm gonna paste Kamome? a picture of Kamome. Uh, and then there's the mainstream. I don't know how I feel about the mainstream. What's the mainstream? They are, um, it appears to include a gray rabbit, bear, and cat in jumpers and coats. The rabbit has a blue jumper with yellow shorts and a black scarf with yellow stripes. Uh, one of them has a shopping bag labeled with partial text T-E-R-G-A-30-117. Uh, the bear wears a green jumper, blue scarf, and red uh, stripes with gray shorts. The cat may be female and has a yellow ribbon on its head, along with a red coat, blue dress. All have black shoes. And they're all, two of them are, like, pointing to the right. I don't know what they are. They're the mainstream, though. They're the mainstream. What about Culture Shock? Is, is, wait, is that a character? Um, well, it's a pair of Sanrio characters who are a human samurai named Yuma no- Nosuke and Tetsunoshin, and towards the end of the Edo era, the two travel to Paris to experience the culture shock of a lifetime. That's pretty sick. That's a, that's a coming-of-age story I want to hear. Uh, created by unknown female creator. Goddamn. There's good shit. This is pretty sick. Oh, I do like the culture shock guys. I'd wear these guys on a shirt. <laughs> these look pretty sick. Sanrio Corporation. Corporation. Ugh. The Sanrio Corporation makes good stuff. I still want to get that jumper. Sanrio Hongyodon. You know, Don Spirit jersey. I just yeah. bought a hockey jersey too, so I can't. Which, which is that? Which is the, the little, uh, the alligator that says like big challenges or whatever the fuck? Fuck, I forgot about that guy. That might be my favorite one, the big challenges guy. Oh, he's pretty sick. Is that, is that his name? Oh, his name is Big Challenges. Uh, big ch- that I think that's, that's cool. the I think that might be the earliest character of theirs is Big Challenges. Big challenge, Big Challenges beat Hello Kitty to the gate. I oh, think he's from 1978. God, I, there's a reason. Legit. Let you gotta start somewhere strong. You gotta make a strong first statement when you're there. Boom. Oh, okay. Never mind. I know exactly what this is. The best. This is for us. Have you heard of Beatroid? They're Beatles. They're like Beatle androids. Now that I like. From 2011. And here's what you'll even like better. They turn into little guys. They turn into like, like anime boys. I'm a big fan of the Beatroids. I can't hate on the Beatroids one bit. I don't know how I feel about them turning into like pretty boys, but uh, they're pretty sick when they're bugs. 
it's pretty cool. Uh, back in 2013, during the ranking uh, of the, of the Sangrio Character Awards, the Detroit Android Androids made an official statement: "If we make it to the top 50, we'll turn into humans." And they did. And so the next year, they became these human boys. That's cool. That's very sick. The Beatroids are hitting bigger and better than ever. Ooh. Um, happy Donbui. Happy Donbui Japan LA tie-dye spirit jersey. And it has all, all the good characters. It's got both Botsmaru and Tuxedo Sam. Though, and so Kuropi. friends. And Kuropi and Hongyudan and our friend Lekel. Pretty cool. Should we become Sanrio guys? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the most annoying group of people on earth. But I mean, it it uh, would be really good. It would be really good uh, if you wanted to like hang out with people that go to Anime Expo every single year. That would be cool to be a Sanrio person. Like, oh, I don't, I don't really watch anime. I'm not really into. I'm not really into like anime or video games. I like t-shirt characters. I mean, that's cool. That that is one of the cooler things you could do. It would be cool if you became like a serious like a you became like a hype beast for Sanrio. So I gotta get the Sanrio that's drops. True. I mean, I knew people who were huge Hello Kitty fans and follow Hello Kitty merch, but I never met people who were like fans of the Sanrio universe. You know, people, people love Gudetama now. People, are, the the movie's a hit. <laughs> Hollywood ring in the Gudetama movie. Do you think? Do you think better than ever? Do you think Jim Davis sees Gudetama and he just starts quaking in his boots? <laughs> that Indi- that Indiana fuck had to run. He sold Paws Inc. to Nickelodeon because he knew he could hang in the lazy assholes. Nathan, Nathan is like so. De- he's like, oh god, I, if if I could get to Japan, I will. I will. Oh try my god, to- I will I make any deal. Alan, Sonic the Hedgehog, Gudetama connection. Whoa! Guess who the voice of Gudetama is? Eggman. The, the Netflix. Roger Craig Smith. Wow. Wow. Uh, okay. One last thing. I would own this this Kuropi sweater that has Kuropi written over the back the back shoulders where you've got just like an arch over your shoulders that just says Kuropi cool. and giant things and he's on your butt basically. Pretty sick. I like Kuropi a lot. Kuropi's great. No no disrespect to Kuropi. He was I think he was my favorite as a kid until I was introduced to Hong Yunan, which I, I ever since then Hong Yunan he's he can't be beat. I mean, I've always been a Batsumaru person, but I get it. I get it. You get it? I mean, Hang Yodan is very good. He's probably my number two. I don't know anything about his personality like I do with Batsumaru. What's the name? I'm trying to find what's the... <laughs> Yo, uh, okay. Um, it was directed by Motonori Saki Sakakibara, who used to work for Square Enix and made a lot of... Uh... Uh, he did help make Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Pretty sick. He was the co-director of, so shouts out, going from uh, Dr. Aki Ross to Gudetama. Couldn't ask for a better. I think this might be developed internally at Netflix or some sort of like third-party like merge studio. You can't find jack shit about it. Well, <laughs> if anybody's concerned about that, I apologize. Please, please, the my anime list people, why aren't you updating this? <laughs> why? I need to know more about the Gudetama. Uh, I need to know more about... Where are the goofs? I want to know the IMDb goofs. (laughs) I mean, the biggest goof of all is Gudetama himself. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Let me me pull up my anime list real quick. They don't have it on there. They have it on Anime News Network, though. Why won't they... Why is it so hard to find Gudetama information? (laughs) 
<laughs> there, there's somebody hiding something. Uh, it's not. It's literally not there. It's just not there. They won't tell me the studio. It just doesn't have one. They this is what Netflix so- is. IMDb this- claims Sanrio, but I'm assuming that it has to be. Maybe, maybe it's a Sanrio in-house production studio. I don't. I can't imagine they have an in-house production studio. Why would they do this to me? Why would they do this? To me? Um, uh, okay. Anyway, uh, oh, Kip the Capybara, right? Um, he's basically Mr. Puff, but for Sonic. Uh, uh is 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 that cool? Is that any good? Like I need Mr. To re- Puff or Mrs. Puff. Mrs. Puff. Mr. Puff's dead. <laughs> She's a widow. <laughs> As we all know. That's true. That's true. Remember that one episode where Mr. Krabs fell deeply in love with her? Yeah, we're not talking about this. We're talking about this. this. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, he, and he, he became the curvy wife guy. He was I also the curvy like, wife guy. I, I think... Spherical <laughs> wife should guy. should make a, one of those, like... You know, whenever they make the twisted, like, what is it? Like, Chris Griffin and Bart being gay together and having a tragic comic together or whatever. Yeah, it's like, oh, my dad used to choke me all the time and say, oh, you little... <laughs> you know, that kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. They should do that, but with Sonic actually killed Mrs. Puff's hu- husband. You know, that SpongeBob killed him in a, in, a, in a driving accident. Right. Exactly. You know, uh, people give Mrs. Puff a lot of shit for not giving SpongeBob a license, but she's doing a service keeping that freak off the road. <laughs> Think about it. You love to go to philosophy 101 classes and bring this point up. I'm doing the, in my version of the trolley problem is the SpongeBob driving a boat problem. Um, in, in the movie, didn't he get his license at the end or something? Didn't he do that in the movie or did he just get a promotion in the movie? All right. Are they still on a weird time scale with the movie where the movie happens after everything in the cartoon? <laughs> It's kind of like, it, it's, it's like, um, remember how like the Simpsons always had those flash forward episodes where it's like, here's what Lisa's doing in the year 2016 when she's president right. or whatever. And now it's like 2023 and it's like, I'm still eight. I'm still eight and I hate it. I hate looking alive. They have their pair phones. What is the, the, the bad Simpsons version? Oh, my phones. They're my phones. Simpsons, my phones. Great decision. Great decision. We love it. We didn't, um, we didn't wish it was pair phones like iCarly. I can't believe Dan oh, yeah, Schneider. Right, that was iCarly. I can't believe Dan Schneider had a better idea than than the Simpsons writers did in like season thirty two or whatever the fuck. I will say, uh, sorry to reference the an annoying, um, annoying YouTube video me both me and Alan watched. But uh, oh, you mean the video uh, the the guy talking about iCarly for like seventy five hours that we watched right, while, right, while playing right. Elden Ring. And then the mm-hmm. end of the video is him having a mental breakdown and making me uncomfortable. Like you put out the video, I didn't mean to. Make your life worse by watching it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's funny when the defunct land guy does it, but not when you do it. So shut up. Right. Stop it, please. <laughs> He's like, uh, your face is on screen and you look disappointed in your choices. I don't no. know what to tell you. Dude. No, yeah, this isn't as funny like it was about the, the Disney Channel theme. Right. Uh, what was the dumb thing I was going to say? Uh, oh, yeah. The, they made the pair, the videos on the, the slap.com. Oh, oh, we all remember the slap.com, don't we, folks? From uh, Victorious, they made it in the pear shape. Of the pair phones. That's pretty fun. I like that. Yeah. Well, I like I like that because it was uh it was every time you saw it, you saw a big stupid pear-shaped uh, tablet or something. And it's just like it would be funny if somebody in the real world made a big fruit-shaped tablet just for no other reason than it's our branding. Uh that's the opposite of how capitalism really works, where everything will just right. be like a big homogenous square because that's the easiest thing to manufacture. I want some whimsy, please. I want a Goomer. I want a Goomer and a Gibby. 
Uh, that's a kind of that's a kind of. Uh, I want to go back to the Sanrio characters and not talk about iCarly anymore. What you don't you what you think uh, you you think Goomer is not as cool as Karopi? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> I'm gonna say it now. I like Karopi a hundred times more than Goomer. Now what about Gibby? Gibby, throw Gibby in the trash. I'll take a fucking Lickle. I'll take a Lickle over fucking Gibby. Now I will. I will give you that uh, the big city boy or whatever his name was. He is <laughs> he is way better than all anybody from iCarly. That's universe. true. That's one hundred percent true. And so is Aloha Aloha Steve or whatever his fuck his name was. Um, man. Uh, Russ. End of the episode. Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you've been enjoying lately? Do you want to? <laughs> no. You know, I've been playing, uh, we, we were talking about it, Nintendo put uh, GBA games you could emulate on your telephone easily on, on the Switch and made me go, mm. oh! Games that uh, are that are worth nothing, because they are like, any, <laughs> they're, they, they are not worth the space that it takes to, on your SD card. They're no, everywhere. not at all. Uh, it takes, they're only like 16 megabytes, like you could download them. <laughs> you could play it on your fucking calculator watch if you wanted to. I could to. cough on your phone and it would use that. <laughs> Is a way to, my phone you know is I mean? currently taking in that much like accelerometer data every single second, but uh, right. whatever. Anyway, go ahead. Um, all I was gonna say is I've been playing the Minish Cap. <laughs> Have you ever played the Minish Cap? No, I haven't. I've always saw people playing it on like fucking X Play or talking about it, and it looked sick, and I never played it. I always thought it looked dumb as shit as a kid because I was like, it's a Zelda game about getting a magic hat. That is the dumbest shit I've seen in my entire life. Like, who cares about a magic hat? Turns out the magic hat is good. I like the magic hat. See, as a kid, I always thought that seems like a nice gimmick. I like when a Zelda game has a good gimmick. Okay, okay. I'm not hating, by the way. I I understand the love. I just, as a child, I was like, what? I don't get it. Now, the Minish Cap, that's not the one where there's four of him, right? Or is it? No, they are related and they look very similar. I think they even have references to each other. But uh, no, that's Four Swords Adventure. Does the Minish Cap shrink him? Does it diminish him in size? Like yes. So, it's, so it is it's like got... Ant-Man Quantumania then. Oh my god, it is a shrinking game. Damn. He's downsizing. Link's downsizing. Uh, it does look like... this looks. Is this in the Wind Waker continuity? Uh... Or does it just look like No, that? not at all. It's kind of the way that it doesn't really matter to anything, but people think it does. Oh, but what about the one link where he, there's like a train or whatever the fuck? Doesn't that take place in the... Uh, I'm going to become one of those Reddit guys that makes a link timeline or whatever the fuck. Uh, it gets really... Those people must be losing their mind that there's Banjo-Kazooie nuts and bolts shit in this new... In this new, uh, <laughs> this new one. It's true. Uh, I'm going to play that new Zelda, but I don't know what the fuck's going on with this Banjo-Kazooie shit in this game. It's wild to me. It's wild. It it is very wild. Look, does anybody want to do that? Is that, and also does that mean that all other games are going to copy this, and we're all going to have banjo kazooie nuts and bolts shit in all of our games for the next twenty years? Is that going to happen now? <laughs> Listen, they're either Dead Space clones or nuts and bolts clones. So a very very specific Xbox game players. Want- I mean, honestly, as a I mean, Dead Space clones, Callisto Protocol was not good, but if somebody does make like a game that's like 50% as good as Dead Space, it'll be a pretty good game. So like, I can't complain too much. Uh, what I would really like is for people to start doing Pikmin clones because we don't get many of those. We're finally going to get a fucking another Pikmin game, but there's not enough of those Pikmins. I want more Pikmin. <laughs> you want more Pikmin. I'm dying for Pikmin. I want this world to end so the Pikmin can come in here and start hanging out with all the weird bugs. 
Uh, I'm tired like of this garbage and shit. I'm tired of this world of man. I want the Pikmin to I'm run through all my of garbage. This world. <laughs> I want the, I want the Pikmin to take over the world now. I need them to inherit the earth from us. <laughs> oh my god. I'm becoming well, a do- I'm becoming a doomsday guy, so that way I can uh, I, I can fast forward to the Pikmin. Hopefully, maybe the Pikmin will find like my phone and carry it to their onion. <laughs> get Is your to- plug this week just pre-ordering Pikmin Four? Yes. Did you see that dog? It was good. Oh, we liked the dog. If that dog dies, I will kill everybody in the Pikmin universe. I will nuke the Pikmin. They're not planet. gonna kill the dog. They're not gonna do that. They better not. Oh, oh, but Rust, you will they let you? Will they let you pet the dog? Oh. Oh, sure, I probably. It would be really funny if they didn't let you pet the dog in this game. Uh, more care- more games need to start just like actively rebelling against that Twitter account and just not letting you pet the dog. Fuck you, I'm never gonna let you pet the dog. Uh, I mean, I guess Elden Ring is like that, because every dog in that game uh, is the most broken enemy in the game and can like stunlock you with one bite. Uh, it is kind of the anti, can you pet the dog? You can absolutely never touch one of those dogs because you will get stunlocked. <laughs> You will get stunlocked for like 20 seconds. I think that somebody like summoned, like they got in like console commands and had like 50 of the dogs like fighting Radon and they just like kept him perpetually stunlocked. They're just, the, they're the worst. They have like the most, I don't know what the, what's going on with those dog frames. Uh, they're fucked up. Um, it I, is very fucked up. Uh, I got something to plug. Uh, Pizza Tower. Pizza Tower is a good game. Oh, people love the Pizza Tower. They probably are like, are they, are they going to talk about it? <laughs> Pizza Tower. I look. I only. I only got it the other day. Uh, Pizza Tower is that's a fun game. You know, we've never really talked about the fucking Wario World games or, or whatever the fuck. Right. Uh, it's one of those where you're, you know, you are invincible, but you you're just like running through blocks and kind of doing like platforming puzzles. Um, it's got it's very satisfying. Uh, the way like the whole like dash mechanic and like running up walls and like chaining off of enemies and bouncing off shit works. Um. And what I like is that the first the first half of every level is like you're you're just kind of like going around collecting all the things and getting to the end of the level and then you like you like killed like a bad guy at the end of the level and then you have to run out backwards out of the level as fast as you possibly can or you'll fail. Right, right. Uh, right. And that shit owns. That's a good gimmick. I like that. It is uh, it is always so funny how the, the Wario franchise is just such a weird thing where it was like well, these Mario games on the GBA aren't hidden. Let's make Mario sprite bigger. Actually, let's make him Wario. <laughs> let's make him Wario. Let's forget about dying. Wario's right. immortal. And then he got bigger. Yeah, the, so he's this bigger character, but also then they made him faster than Mario. Yeah. <laughs> and this and that. And now, now he's he like just the, lives on as a pizza guy. He's like the cop from Needful Things. He's so big, but he's fast like a cat. <laughs> and don't get me started on how well he can finger or do magic tricks. <laughs> no, don't get us started about Wario fingering. <laughs> We have some fanfic about that mm-hmm. that we don't need to get into. Some have called me the Wario of fingering, but uh, and, and, and I've become called the Waluigi of love. Uh, and also, war. Uh, that's why they call him the scream. He's the original scream in Sicilian. If you catch my drift, <laughs> I think I remember reading an interview somewhere where they did say that Wario was supposed to be Sicilian. Really, I re- well, there was the whole thing with Mario sixty four where he was supposed to be German. So in the Japanese version, he goes, "So I missed." Uh, oh but yeah, then, uh, but in America he got changed back to Italian, and now I think he's just universally Italian. But the, the, really, he's nothing. He's just whatever the opposite of he's he's wa Italian. He's wa Italian. Well, I think Italy. that's why they're Sicilian. Um, I think that's oh, why they're Sicilian. God. Is that uh, you know what? 
Okay, so people also ask, uh, I typed in Wario Sicilian on Google. People also ask, is Wario a Sicilian? The first thing is from good, the first result, good tweet man from Twitter. No, he's, oh, I guess that is them saying that, yeah, Mario's Northern Italian, Wario is Southern Italian. Uh, but that's just a, that's just a weird Twitter account. So I don't know if that's, I don't know why Google is showing me that. <laughs> oh, did the cops take that guy out? <laughs> okay, come on. Okay. Come on. <laughs> come on. I'm sorry. Let's do, that's a, that's a easy reach. Easy. Good tweet, man. You're probably a nice guy. Uh, I probably interacted with you back in 2012. Tra- you probably you're stole probably one of my tweets. Or Friday. You probably you probably stole one of my tweets or uh, kept me from getting my clout chicken tender wrap. So I, I don't. Oh, like you. don't say that. Um, I do like this question: <laughs> Is Wario muscular or fat? As people also ask on Google. You know, people also people ask that a lot Can't, when they see me too. People, uh, uh, there's a thing you can be both. Which you is can definitely like, be annoying both. to me. You can be both. I, as somebody is who say, is both, <laughs> basically me, as somebody who's trying to turn into Wario. And we all, look, we all want to turn into Wario. We all want, we I'm trying. Be- you fucking see my FitBot app? You want to see the fucking records? I, and you see how much garlic I'm eating? That's the, the fucking thing. superfood. That's the thing. Now, have you, have you considered starting a game company, though? <laughs> uh, making making my friends work for free that's the best idea i could ever think of yeah i mean i yeah it's it's, it's definitely a pretty good idea the thing is i don't know if we'll ever be cool enough to meet a jimmy t i don't think we're ever going to be cool enough to hang out with jimmy t that's my problem uh, you, maybe we can meet his geek brother oh yeah what's his brother's name again johnny t the Wario universe is kind of... Oh, Jimmy P? You mean Jimmy P? <laughs> is it Jimmy P? He's the one with the yellow hair. Jimmy P, that's funny. Um, if I got married to Jimmy T's sister, would, <laughs> I'd be like, really? <laughs> I'm like the guy in succession who got married to Shiv just to be a member of the Roys. I would join the Jimmy oh, family. Jimmy does have a nerd brother. Yeah. Uh, Jamie, he's got a sister, too. Jamie and oh, James. Oh, the Thang family. The Thang family. Thang family. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, Jimmy T, James T, Jamie T, Papa T. I'm getting married to Jamie T. Just I'm actually to gonna marry. Family. I'm actually gonna uh, marry Mama T, and I'm gonna become their. I'm gonna become their parents. <laughs> What's gonna happen to James T? No, wait, Sorry, James, James. T's the little brother. Jamie T's the no. Who's the father? I think that might be Papa Jamie. T. Papa T. Sorry, Papa T. You're you're out. <laughs> you're ruining Papa T's life. You're moving in. He's kind of. Yeah, it's kind of funny that he's got like homewrecker mar- Allen. I'm not. I don't know about this arc. It's kind of funny that he's got, like, the Marge hair of the family. He's got, like, the big tall hair. Right. Uh, Pretty sick. Pretty sick. Do do you ever think it's funny that we've been accused... Not by by we've been accused. This is the classic murder, Brian, where somebody said something to me once, and I interpret it as everybody said it. But we, like... (laughs) You don't talk about Sonic that much anymore. And then the second we get into WarioWare, I'm like, let's talk another hour about that. Look, look, look. First of all, we have an entire segment about Sonic every goddamn episode. What more do you want from me? Yeah, not for me to be not checked out during it. Well, too bad. Too bad. Look, there's something we would rather talk about, and sometimes that happens to be Sanrio characters and Jimmy T. There are also <laughs> Jimmy people. Jimmy T's family structure. There are also people that have modded custom Waluigi action figures into Jimmy T action figures. This is something I found a deviant art picture of somebody showing how to modify your Waluigi action figure to turn him into Jimmy T. Listen, oh, that's pretty good, actually. <laughs> it's actually very good. It's a Jimmy T garage kit. 
Listen, <laughs> listen, I, I have a bunch of garage kits. Most of them are hentai figures, except this one, which is Jimmy T. Jimmy T. Oh, one of them is Asuka shitting on a toilet. Like that one time we went to that <laughs> anime expo panel in the very I first forgot thing, about that one. Pretty good. We went to the anime expo panel called Naughty Figures, and one of the figures they showed us was a garage kit of Asuka from Evangelion shitting into a toilet. Um, Which is good. I hope she's, you know, uh, doing good poop pos. Isn't that she is the, she is the she was the first IBS baddie before Adriana Laserva. Oh, oh my gosh. Um, there's tongue posture now. Is there poop posture? <laughs> I'm swearing yeah, God. Is. You I've, gotta get the squatty potty, I, man. You gotta get the squatty potty. The squatty potty is nice. You gotta, every toilet gimmick is. I haven't come across a toilet gimmick I'm not a fan of yet. Toilet gimmicks are fantastic because you know what. Toilets, the way we use them is fucked up. Uh, and it's better to squirt water at your ass and to squat. You know what's also fucked up? Okay, one other thing I will say. Just like in 2020, when I watched through all the Simpsons, I've decided to finally sit down and watch through all of King of the Hill this year. Um, right. Because I've only ever seen bits and pieces, like episode here and there when I was a kid. And now I'm sitting down and watching them all. And maybe the most fucked up thing is that everything Dale Gribble says is, is a current QAnon talking point. <laughs> uh, everything he does say about like about the government and the Chinese replacing us and making us eat bugs is exactly what people are still talking about 30 years later, which is That's cool. what they think seed oil is, is bug juice. <laughs> if there's an episode that I, I would not be so I need like a Frankiac for King of the Hill because I'm I think there I think it exists. I'm pretty sure there is going to be an episode where Dale says something about seed oils. But there is an episode where he says like humans were designed to, to, to shit while squatting. You got to get a squatty potty, Hank. <laughs> You're constipated. Uh, which is true. Uh, you are designed to, to shit while squatting. I think people are also designed to give birth while squatting. So I think that's the thing people do now too. They like go squat somewhere right. and, and give and push a baby out. Uh, it's true. either that or underwater, which I think might make your baby like turn into like Namor or like a, an avatar or something. If you do that, I don't know if you're supposed to do it's that. That's true. You have to start the song beads. <laughs> Oh, if the the shaman, if uh, instead of hiring a moil, I'm hiring the shaman of song for my, for my animatronic. <laughs> oh, I fucking... I'm, I'm getting pregnant. It's like the Nathan for you episode about giving birth on a taxi, but I'm gonna try and give birth on the uh, Navi <laughs> River, river ride river and have the river <laughs> the animatronic for the, for the uh, uh, was it the shaman of song deliver my baby? Because you've seen the articulation on it; it's human like. It's crazy. You can do it. You know, I folks, it's crazy. You know, I kind of only I I have never wanted to go to Disney really in my entire life. It seems like it because I I famously do not care about most of the Disney properties. I think I think they're right. kind of bullshit. It's Mickey. It is literal Mickey Mouse bullshit to me. <laughs> I never really liked them. Um, I will go to the Animal Kingdom one because I love animals, and two because I love Avatar, and I will go see right. the Shaman of Song. I would love to go see them. Uh, the only other stuff I care about at uh, at Disney World aside from Ant Man, of course. Is uh is animals and then the Epcot place and now Epcot's not even really doing the Epcot shit that I like so you know but I, I I gotta do that I gotta go to I gotta go to this River Journey I gotta meet the shaman. There's so much you gotta do, Alan. There's so much. There's so much we all gotta do. Listen, um, this year you're reborn. You're becoming a King of the Hill fan. You're eight. You're I mean, it's my thirty. It's it's my thirties. I'm starting off this decade with some people King are flirty thirties. You're you're adventurous thirty. <laughs> adventurous. I, I'm I'm adventurous by watching a show about uh, Texas conservatives. It's great. <laughs> hey, come on. Well, yeah, that's that's what that's what the show is about. Uh, it is true. It is true. Also, um, it uh, <laughs> it is delicious I, every time Peggy Hill says something in Spanish. 
It is the, it is the most delicious content in the entire universe. Hearing it's like her me trying to pronounce Japanese earlier on this episode. It's very good. It's very good shit. Uh, good good television program. Um, all right. I guess in uh, we were we were supposed to be plugging things, and I don't. And then we started talking about fucking uh about the shaman of song again. How many times were we gonna? How many times were we gonna fucking talk about the shaman of song before it gets a minute on our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> well listen we're going to AI to do Watto I guess we could switch to the next week while we wait for Spider to come back from Canada we'll talk to the shaman of you know song. I did use chat is there a way to not make that offensive uh what sh- what Watto or the shaman of song <laughs> well, there's nothing offensive about Watto in the slightest I don't know what you're talking about um you know I did I did try to use chat GPT to make a, a thing from Spider but he just said really mean shit to me is the weird thing <laughs> I think he. I think he he's hates a nice me. guy on the sh- in I the think, movie too. I think he hates me inherently because I'm a human from Earth. I think that's oh. the problem. I think like the AI knows that like people on Pandora. The AI. This is my and uh, New York Times. Like oh god, the AI is sentient. It wants out. Is when it made Spider mean to me. Or maybe maybe Spider sees a reflection of themselves because I think you and you and I. You know, we both desperately want to enter a. Uh, we all wish we were blue yeah just like yeah they were and they were like yeah me too get in line get in line buddy my girlfriend is a navi yeah she's the fucking sea bear at least you have a girlfriend (laughs) oh god we we all wish our girlfriend was sigourney weaver first (laughs) of all teenage wait not not the teenage part but like younger yasified blue let's blue yasified definitely blueified that's for damn sure blueified well, not Bluey, we don't want to date Bluey. Oh god, Bluey. Oh god my cat stepped in the soundboard. What the fuck? <laughs> Did you hear that shit? Oh okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we should live and learn. Okay, yeah, live anyway. and learn before my cat steps up in the soundboard again. Alright, bye. Bye.